everybody, and welcome to episode one of Tales of Anaria. <laughs> we have been waiting for this for so long and so, so, so excited. Um, and yeah, um, for those who have been watching my channel, I guess, um, you know that we've been kind of hyping this for quite some time now. Hopefully you are as excited as we are. Um, and yeah, we did our session zero that we posted uh, last week. And now we're ready to just jump in. So, like, Corey, okay. it's your table. It's your show. Sure. Take it away. All right. Well, my name is Corey. I'll be your DM. And yes, they're natural and spectacular. Oh, yes. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, welcome to Anaria, a world of pleasant rolling hills arcane mages who roam the land in packs of police war bands. <laughs> Off to a great start. Um, and most importantly, the home for our current adventure. So we're going to start tonight on the Long Road, which runs from the city of Terrabon all the way down to Salzport on the southeastern side of the continent. It's not really a dangerous road, and yet we find ourselves following a panting figure as they run from something. Uh, this little gnome is running through the forest until she stumbles upon this decrepit old stone archway. And she looks at the choice between this unknown arch and what's chasing behind her. And she decides that perhaps the arch is better. And so she stumbles in, and despite there being nothing on the other side of the arch but more forest, she disappears. Then we pull out, and the long road kind of travels uh, downward with us, uh, south and then west. I'm trying to remember my own map here. Um, until we get to the crossroads leading into Six Hills. And it's festival time! Uh, everybody is gearing up for the 60th anniversary festival of Six Hills that celebrates the uh, conclusion of the Battle of Six Hills, the Brawl of Six Hills, the Riot of Six Hills, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but what it actually is, is the coming together of six different towns and uh, their continued prosperity and working in harmony with one another. Uh, 60 years strong, starting tomorrow. It is the 5th of full, I believe, if I remember correctly. And we're actually going to start uh, with two figures on the road, uh, one of them looking a bit nervous and the other one looking uh, for all intents and purposes like a construct. Um, so let's go ahead and get our first uh, I'm the nervous <laughs> description <construct>. as, um, <laughs> as an elf uh, accidentally bumps into Ezra. And says, sorry, sorry. Uh, so Ezra, what do you look like? Um, so I look Kind of like an elf, mostly like an elf. But I have this greenish tinge to my skin. Um, I have tusks. Got this half orc, half elf vibe going on. Um, I look probably pretty nervous at this point. Uh, kind of checking over my shoulder, checking out, looking at Bolt, making sure he thinks everything's okay. Just kind of following his lead. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, Bolt. Uh, Bolt saw this elf knock into him. Does he think that there's anything wrong? Um, no, kind of gives... No, uh, I'll just pay, I pay attention to it uh, just to make sure that 
nothing crazy is going to happen. Um, but I feel like just being around Ezra is a good uh, deterrent, seeing as how I'm seven foot six, four hundred pounds, all metal, warforged. Yeah. You know, carrying a shield, not actually carrying it, but on my back type of thing. Yeah, and a, uh, a trusty mace on my side. Okay, and in fact, it almost looks as if a wizard has brought his own golem. Uh, to the festival with him and nice. it for some people and they give you uh, plenty of birth as you uh, as you head into the large kind of thoroughfare that goes between the two closest hills of six hills which by the way once again there are only five hills uh, the sixth is the valley that holds Balin's birth where you guys are headed it's upside down it's like in real life yes. they go oh this is six oak town and they're like there's only three yeah, there were six at one point. Yeah, we <laughs> used the other three to build the church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is, that's a that's a very small amount of logs to build a church, by yeah, the way. Nice. Use more logs. Large oaks. Small, yeah. Very small large oaks. <laughs> they used the sixth hill to build yeah. part of yep. <laughs> to build up the other five hills. So uh, as you two move down this path, uh, the two hills that roll on either side of you are nearly mountainous. As you walk down the path towards town, you can just make out the market town of Balin's birth. Uh, and for those of you at home, that's B-E-R-T-H. Uh, and hanging overhead is the barest hint of a gigantic stone watchtower looming over what has to be Bordergrad. That would be the hill on your left. Uh, Bordergrad is known for its defense of all of Six Hills. They have a lot of good military schools here. Um, plenty of Arcanum soldiers end up coming out from here. Uh, but mostly they have, they have, uh, they're known for the Millibrax College of Martial Arts and Performance Arts. Um, however, one of the most horrible creatures in all existence lingers between the two of you and the town proper. College kids. <laughs> Several young adults have experienced these in the wild before. We, we best steer clear. <laughs> they have this game that they like to call Golem Tipping. Yeah. Since I commonly get mistaken for a golem, well, you know the rest. There are a couple eyeing you, like other. Uh, I, uh, I can't at squint least 10 I don't points. have I don't have like eyebrows or anything. I just mm. kind of make them like, <laughs> you know, just barely, because that's all they can do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so several young adults uh, sit on the stoop of the hill of Ordergrad, enjoying the autumn air and laughing at jokes that you are no doubt not privy to. Uh, four sit in a circle. Two beating drums and another playing a song on a lute while serenading a young elven woman. At first uh, glance, she seems cross that he's trying so hard, but the small smirk on her face and the giggling friends behind her break any illusion that his ballad is falling on deaf ears. Uh, while with most students so engaged, it would seem easy to slip past unnoticed. That is, until a young man drops down from seemingly nowhere uh, he is wearing a red cape and a feathered hat with a three-quarters face mask covering all of their, well, his face, obviously. Uh, the mask that is white, but for streaks of red painted along the cheeks and running down his face. Uh, are either of you proficient in performance or history? Um, Not proficient. I am proficient in history. Proficient in history? Yes. Uh, you recognize that this is the usual mask that play or players use for uh the the weeping swordsman okay. a folktale among uh the nobles or the houses of terabon that basically describes a young man who was betrothed to a woman and had to 
fight incredible challenges to get to her only to have her killed by his rival and uh, become vengeance incarnate and uh, leave a telltale mark along their cheeks. So would I think that this is someone we need to steer clear of? Or? Um, this, this kid seems to be a little uh, more petulant than that as he brandishes a dull rapier in your faces and says, uh, what ho, art thou the villains that took my lover's life? Speak or be silenced forever. Damn LARPers. <laughs> <laughs> and just um, turn the bolt <clears throat> and kind of like... Do you have any idea what he's talking about? <laughs> um, yes, this is the um, a mask of... Um, what was the, what's the, the Weeping Swordsman. The Weeping Swordsman. Oh. And I just look back at him. Well, <laughs> I, I just kind of like take the rapier tip and just push it out of the way. It's like, that's a dangerous weapon to be brandishing towards strangers. Please, I've got perfect control over this. And he gives it a quick flourish and uh, into gets split. into the sheet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying not to do too much comedy off the, off of the bat here. Um, but uh, you guys hear another voice, a, a young uh, elven voice, as the uh, woman who was... Let's see what it's being serenaded. Yeah, the one who was serenaded, uh, who, who is still kind of her cheeks are kind of flushed from the rather saucy, saucy end to what otherwise would be a great song, and she comes over and she says, "Brander, stop being an idiot." And then she turns to you and she says, "Hi, I'm Holly. Uh, my apologies for my moronic companion here. He's uh, he's really just trying to challenge you." Hello, Holly. I'm Ezra. I don't have a last name. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah. Why are you talking to me? Oh, um, yes, of course. Um, and is this your construct? Yeah. No, my name is Bolt. Oh, intelligent. My apologies. I'm so sorry. That's fine. It's a common mistake. Well, nice to meet you, Bolt, and nice to meet you, Ezra. Um, so you're both sentient creatures, which is great because we need two more. Um, okay, this is really hard to explain, so let me just try and get it out there. We're both members of the Millibrax College. Uh, Brander here is working towards a uh, sword mage degree, uh, acing my glasses, actually. <laughs> and I'm working towards a uh, martial arts degree myself, um, focusing on healing magic, actually. Um, but we've been trying to do our homework assignment before the festival, and our assignment requires us to challenge people in teams so that we can fight. And we haven't been able to get two more since uh, the last team. We need well, just basically you two more and we can get our final assignment done. Can we bother you to participate? It'd be complete sparring match. No, like no permanent damage or anything like that. Um, I'm not really all that handy in a fight, to be honest. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, let me speak to my computer here. Just of course, of course. Let me, let me just, and, and Brander like goes to take a step forward and Holly like pushes him back. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll be over here. So you wanted to be sort of inconspicuous, correct? Right. right. I, I don't know the, I don't know the situation that you're in completely. Um, however, how do I put this? Not, not participating in some of the festivities might come off as a little suspicious. So uh, it is up to you. Right. It's up to you, of course. Um, but a friendly sparring match might be kind of fun. We've been on the road for, Jesus seems like weeks at this point. All right. Well, <clears throat> but uh, I'll follow if, your lead. Okay. Uh, so I step back up. Um, as long as 
They promise to keep it civil and and friendly. Of course, we'll keep it civil, won't we? And she turns to Brander and he he hesitates a moment and then he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yes, we will keep it civil. I guess we accept. Thank you. What happened to the last team? (laughs) Brander's like, we kicked their ass. And the team before that. And the team before that. All four teams that we've faced so far, we've come out on top. I so. think you'll find that my rump is much harder than most. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? 20 gold says we win. And Holly kind of like, Holly gives him that look of somebody who's completely frustrated, but really like can't stop it at this point. And and he's like, I don't even know. You, you have my 10 gold because I paid you. But, so I you have 10. Yeah, I have 10. I forgot how much I had... Uh, after or initially, it should be on your gear sheet. You might have spent it all on other gear. Okay, you have then ten now. I'm at zero. zero. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, we're not quite flush at the moment with gold. And Brander starts walking away. And he goes, Friend, "Holly, friendly, would you escort these friendly poppers?" Wager. Friendly wager. Okay. <laughs> Holly kind of shakes her head. She's like, "I'm sorry about Brander. He's an asshole." <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I wasn't picking up on that. Actually. Oh really? <laughs> I more he was absolutely <laughs> Alright. So uh the two of you get led up the switchbacks sure. uh to Bordergrad. Basically each of the hills has kind of a, a main road that leads up from uh Balin's birth, so you would have to go into the market and then head up to uh the main road, but there are several kind of smaller switchbacks for uh quicker travel. Uh so Holly and Brander lead you up the hill, following the switchbacks built into the side until you crest the top and get your first look at Bordergrad. These hills are massive, each able to hold a well-sized town in their own right. Uh, the first thing that you notice is the large tower at the edge of the hill. Braces have been built to support the old structure against erosion, and most of the guards look like students in their own right, save for a few uh, veterans that are shouting orders and telling them to carry heavy boxes up and downstairs. The town proper lies ahead, Large buildings spread out in uh, neat circles around a central building. Uh, Stone walls and arches make up a large arena that even from this distance, the sound of cheering emanates from. Uh, So basically, Bordergrad is set up as the giant arena in the middle, and then you've got kind of a a road thoroughfare with a few market stalls. Obviously, most of the marketplace is in Balin's birth. Um, And then after that, you've got a lot of the different college buildings in another ring, uh, another kind of thoroughfare road, the college dormitories, buildings, every housing thing for staff is on the outer ring. And then outside of that is a is a sort of a smattering of smaller sparring arenas. Uh, so they're more just like a couple stands like you would see at a high school football game mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Uh, so they lead you actually to one of these, uh, the, the outer stands. Uh, small wooden stands only three benches high ring the outside edge of a dirt sparring ground separated by a thick rope dangling between wooden posts. Only uh, one of the stands is occupied, holding a quartet of people. One is a half-thin girl, idly sharpening a long dagger as she sits and chats with the other three and watches the action below. And we'll go ahead and say that she is currently speaking to um, Eve. So Eve, if you'd like to describe yourself. Yes, um, Eve is... Quite lovely to behold. She has um, long, dark hair with um, piercing blue eyes. And she carries with her, she's 
dressed in armor. Mm-hmm. And she carries with her a shield and a long sword. Awesome. Now, it, just because I love shields, is it a, a circular shield, a buckler, a tower shield, height shield? Um, circular. Circular? Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so she's she's talking with you idly as she's sharpening this knife um, and watching kind of up a couple benches, even though it may not look like he can see anything at all, is uh, Victor. Uh, Victor, would you like to describe your character and what he's currently uh, observing? Uh, he is, he's wearing um, just basic kind of like traveler's kind of clothes. He's got a deep hood. Um, he's got a wrapping around his eyes that seems to obstruct his vision. Uh, you'd think it would. Um, but he just kind of be, he just seems to be listening, um, to kind of the thoroughfare and people and, uh, things going by. He is, uh, blue, light blue skinned. Um, his, his hair is kind of a, uh, again, it's, it's kind of a blue with white speckles kind of thing in it. Uh, he it seems to be air genasi, if you're, for those who are curious of race. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of knives that he's built. Okay. And he's just kind of idly just seems to be caring for his blade. Yeah. Not in like a threatening way, but just like I just seems to be caring for it. M- much like a Yinny actually would. Or the, the you take a look and... No. Yeah. And then uh, kind of kind of in between them, uh, listening with rapt attention, or actually probably watching uh, the scene that we'll get to in just a second in the arena happening currently is uh, Saradon. Yes. Uh, yeah, Sarah is... Um, I would say a. She looks like maybe a sh- slightly shorter than normal, slightly stockier than normal elf. She has auburn, uh, kind of reddish brown hair, that's shaved on one side, and um, she she has a shield on her back, scale mail armor, a small cape, um, a f- strangely a, a flute at her side, and um, a spear, a, a very fine looking weapon, black hafted, banded in gold. And, and with a long um, chrome spearhead that's kind of fluted and um, pocked mm-hmm. almost. And she's just sort of twirling it idly, but yes, very rapt, raptly watching. Um, yeah. As you, are you like twirling it through the air or are you just kind of twirling it yes, between no, your fingers? Right, and so you'll notice that as she twirls it, it kind of makes like whistling noises, like okay. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost playing music. Cool. Victor mm-hmm. will be kind of listening or kind of turning his head towards mm-hmm. the sound. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then and then your attention is drawn to the battle below as uh, you hear uh, kind of a, a wooden thunk and both of your attentions turn to the left and you see uh, two tieflings. Uh, both are red-skinned, obviously twins, uh, carrying long bow staffs and there is a, a very, very battered-looking uh, mechanical construct like staggering between them with just like a shield and a club. And uh, and as as one of them kind of moves in, the the construct jerkily tries to uh, catch the uh, staff, but it's just a feint, and the other one easily trips it. And then they both cheer and, and high five each other for a job well done. Until of course uh, the halfling woman says, "Yeah, yeah, you're both really good at taking down target dummies." <laughs> and they mm-hmm. they give her uh, the equivalent of a finger. Uh, in Six Hills, which is the finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Holly uh, steps up uh, and says, hey, everybody, we got uh, two more. And the twins go, good, we were really itching for a fight and something 
better than that thing. And the construct kind of shakily gets to its feet and starts rattling its way to the corner. Um, it's definitely not sentient like Bolt is, um, but it is definitely seen better days nonetheless. And she goes, um, everyone, I guess, uh, Yanni, have you introduced anybody yet? And she, she kind of just shrugs and she says, I mean, kind of, but okay, fine. I'll do, I'll do the introductions. Um, everybody, I'm Holly. That's Brander. And Brander gives another quick flourish of his rapier. Um, <laughs> The, the twins that you see uh, are Malix and Nyx. And then, of course, Yinny um, Gracefold here is our resident knife dancer in training. And she kind of twirls her her dagger a bit. And as she does, it kind of leaves her fingers and floats up into the air. And then she catches it and, and kind of does a quick bow. And you can see that this halfling woman, she's got like braids in her I, hair. I applaud. Okay, thank you. Second. What was her name again? Yinny Gracefold. Yinny. Victor will sniff. Like, not like mockingly, but just like... Yeah. Okay. Give it. Give it a little. And then, um. Okay. So let me. I'm just gonna try to get these names right. Uh, Ezra, Bolt, Eve. Eve. Thank you. Saradon. <laughs> Saradon. And um. Victor. Victor. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I am very bad at names. I, I probably am going to forget those again. Um, but uh, we got you two more. Thank you, everybody, for agreeing to help us out with this project. Uh, our instructor will be very happy. Um, if you guys want to take a moment to get to know each other, we're going to go on the other side of the arena and kind of get ready. And when you guys are, step into the arena. Again, this is going to be a strict, uh, no no actual hurting fight. Uh, Yinny, Yinny here is probably the only person except for me with kind of magical abilities that can actually do damage, but will tone them down a little bit. Uh, so I, I know... Um, not to be presumptuous, but you do kind of look like you're magical a little bit uh, there. Yes, you could say that. Perfect. <clears throat> okay, great. Because we've been needing to do a mage fight specifically. So well, how are you supposed to learn if there's no no danger of dying? I'm really regretting doing this. <laughs> I, I was under the impression that it was just two two of us versus two. Of them. I, I suppose Three you learn by uh, ramping up. You know, I, we haven't gotten to that lesson yet. All right. Um, but thank you. I like this one. Victor. Carry on. Yes, yes. Okay. Good. Oh, wait, are it. we are we supposed to be teammates or yeah. are we fighting against each other? No, you you guys will be all on one team. Got uh, against uh, our team. This is getting a bit out of hand, I think. Malix, Malix and Nick kind of give each other a look and then uh, Brander walks between them, kind of slaps their shoulder and says, this will be over quickly. <clears throat> Um, well, so, yeah. Go ahead and get to know our new teammates. So we'll go ahead and walk over to education. I think it's fine. I guess. Hello, boys. Or oh, boys. <laughs> Actually, don't have a gender. <laughs> but. Ah, well, uh, well met. Uh, nice to meet you all. Um, uh, you probably heard my name's Saradon. Uh, if we're going to be teammates, you can call me Sarah. And And this is my friend Eve. Hello. And I don't know this one, but he's dark and brooding. It is it is pleasure to meet you. I am Victor. Every team needs someone that's dark and brooding. I, Victor, makes I, for, for more I don't mean conversations. I don't mean to offend, but <laughs> <laughs> can you? Yeah. Uh, the eyes. If you're doing something with your hands, I can't see it. I, Okay. Oh, we are going I am blind. I, I am for for all. I can hear you quite well, but I am very much blind. Uh, forgive me for being insensitive. How how do you plan to fight if you cannot see? 
it is uh, family secret. It's something that <laughs> I have had to hone myself and uh, get very, very good at listening to the, the movements of my enemies. Sorry um, to interrupt. I need to get this out. And at this point, like, you I are am looking incredibly beautiful. I'm sorry. Offense <laughs> um, taken. Um, sorry, I'm not good with social, but I, I just have to say it. But it's on my mind. No, no, I'm, I'm not offended. If, well, if you were, if you were lying, I might be. But I got, I got nothing. I, I don't. I mean, know I can't see. Lying. But her voice sounds a little oh, softer than yours, so I, I say yes. I'm sorry. Just, I'll side with the You have beautiful tusks. Is this the arena? Thank you. Um. Too far. Perhaps we could all discuss. Our strengths. I, I'm a bit nervous. I'll, I'll be honest. I although Sarah you, is quite I, I, remarkable. Eve, I've seen you in a fight. You have nothing to be nervous <laughs> about. Um, let's see. I'm good with the spear. She's good with the sword. Uh, you look like you know your way about a dagger, but you I'm going to do see. the exact same thing as uh, even though I didn't wasn't able to hear her or see her. I didn't want to do the exact same no, motion that the uh, <laughs> that Holly did. Mm. Like, oh. But with with a little brandish at the end, with it like landing on my pinky and like spinning it around. But perhaps that's not such an entrance after all. Mm. Um, how about the two of you? Um, well, as you can see, I'm very large. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and uh, and it, it, it usually works to my advantage. He sounds overly resonant. Do I sound like old time radio? Something's different about this one. I can hear it. I, I I literally walk up to uh, Victor and I, I grab your hand and I like place it on my arm. Like, he, he's quite oh, shy. He's, he's yes. one of those. Okay. I'm, I am a warforce. Yes, I am. All right. That makes more sense. Um, I'm not very helpful here, to be honest. Um, I'll just mostly watch while you fight. Well, perhaps, I, I, for your safety, stay behind the big boy. Well, that's uh, why thing, I travel. The big thing. This is why he hired me, after all, yes. <laughs> all right. Right, so we've got greeny, shiny, uh, blindy, I don't and Evie. But no one else can call her Evie, only I'll, I'll me. <laughs> And to the rest of you, it's Evedon Fraruka. You said Fraruka in there. I, like, I, I don't know what you expected me to do. I mean, Evasia Ferrak. You may not think you're good at fight, but remember, remember those two bandits on the road. Do you remember what you did? Yes. Do that. Do that. Only. Let's be Okay, are we gonna do this or what, guys? Come on! There's a festival that's gonna be going on soon. That Brander fellow has a very punchable face. I thought this uh, was for your Holly, Holly shouts over, Agreed! <laughs> I, I might like her more than I thought I did. But then you hear Brander say, What? What did they say? <laughs> What's it about me? Um, so you guys can set yourselves up. Uh, within three squares of the back wall, uh, however you'd like. Uh, you can also yeah, take a look at uh, Scott's fantastic paint jobs uh, of your uh, other characters, particularly Brander. 
Uh, he is my favorite of the uh, He looks of the very D&D cartoon-esque. That's exactly yeah. what he looks like. He's and, got the hair, though, yep. of uh, He-Man. Yeah. 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 He's got He-Man hair. It was He's totally unintentional. I, I just started like, painting and like, picking colors. And, and it, just kind of, it just kind of like morphed yeah. into He's, it. Is He-Man you know? he, or like a cowboy? I don't know. He has the power. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, And then we are going to go ahead and roll initiative for the first time. I think I forgot how to do this. I like it. All right, I'll take it. Not great. So you say we need to start. position ourselves in wherever? Uh, yeah, within yeah. three so, squares so of the back wall. Bolt literally just like right up front, I'm in front of everyone. I'm shield behind up. Bolt, most Mason definitely. Hand. Let's go. You said three squares from the back? Yeah, so I'd say okay. I'd put yourself back. Okay, yeah, I'll go back one more. I want to yeah. go up. Okay. Three squares from the back. Put me I'll okay. be up yeah, we'll front. front. Perfect. I'll stay right there. Oh. That's where I wanted to be. <clears throat> Level one fights. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> quick note about this fight is it is non-lethal damage all throughout. You're not like if you drop to one hit point or if you drop to zero hit points, you technically just drop to one and you 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 take a you tap out. Yeah, you tap out. Yeah, it's uh, the whole. I choose any, to knock them unconscious. Yeah, versus, yeah. even to hit them with the flat. Even your spells, like you you've done enough practice wizard duels that uh, you know how to pull your punches as far as okay. spells go. Okay. Hit them really close so I can yell. I said across their nose, not up it. I will try, All right, uh, so let's go ahead and grab initiative from Ceridon. Um, 15. 15. Uh, Ezra. 19. 19. Victor. 17. No dog food for people tonight. Uh, Bolt. Uh, 7. 7. And Eve. Ten. Ten. What'd you get? Nineteen. No? Okay. Yeah. Just need to do a quick okay. sort. <laughs> it's better than when we started. Starting. Perfect. <laughs> now, uh, so uh, you, you, everybody kind of gears up. Uh, Holly goes, are you guys ready? Everyone good? Let's fight. Let's fight. Grudgingly ready, yes. And, uh, and as soon as she says fight, like they all get into a battle-ready stance. They look like they're a pretty well-coordinated team. Uh, Malix and Nyx immediately take their staffs and kind of uh, get them ready, sort of a, a defensive one. Uh, but it's Yinny who actually goes first. And she, the halfling? Yep, the halfling. That's the blade dancer? Yeah. Yep, the knife dancer. The, sorry, the knife dancer. I'm going to just call it like the blade singer on accident. Oh, one yeah. time I know it. <laughs> Especially if they start we'll singing. We'll all pour yeah. out our drinks in honor of yep. um, uh, Anya. Uh, so she is going to uh, she is going to move forward uh, six squares, and as she as she moves, she kind of uh, points at she points at um, Victor, and she and she says, "Brander, take him out first. Uh, and she's going to do uh, a special ability of hers that she can do once per short rest called "Call the Shot." So he will get a bonus on his attack roll, and then. Because they're a team, Brander has a special thing called Center of Attention, which means whenever a positive spell or effect targets him from another creature, he gains five temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Obviously, like they are definitely working together, and she knows exactly who to like placate as far as all that goes. 
Uh, and then she is actually going to go ahead and uh, pull out, or she's going to take her dagger, and you can see that she kind of spins it around, and it almost seems to like catch on one of her braids as she spins with it. And uh, knife dancing is a very elegant uh, passion uh, for some people, and uh, for others it's just violent. And then she's going to <laughs> toss her knife out at uh, Victor. So she's going to make an attack roll. Is she within 20 feet of him, or is it going to be a disadvantage? 10, 15, 20, 25. 25. <clears throat> so she's a disadvantage. Orange on the base. That was a good choice. Yeah, so it shows up better. Uh, 10. Does a 10 hit you? Okay. Uh, so the knife goes sailing past, and it's actually going to land just behind you. Uh, so actually, if you want to go ahead and just set that just behind, because she is a knife dancer. Uh, but she did already use her bonus action this turn, so she can't do anything else. I just have sidestepped it. Yep. And she kind of she kind of huffs a little bit and she goes, eh, it was a long throw. Um, and then it's actually Ezra's turn. Okay. I'm gonna cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, level one. Level combat. one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no movement anywhere or anything like that. Nope. Uh, and then Victor, I'm just gonna try and be small behind Bolt. Perfect. Um, so Victor? Yep. Alright. Um, I'm gonna pick up her dagger. And I want to... Uh, go ahead and roll me a strength check, okay. if you don't mind. Ooh, it's just worthy. It's like the Thor's hammer. of hammer, or of daggers. No. Um, Dagnir. Dagnir. <laughs> Is it like hovering in the Actually, air? Actually, uh, make it a one? dexterity. Dexterity? Yes, instead. Okay, so, so just that's... same roll. Just dexterity. Is it like eight? Into so the it's into the ground, but as soon like as you reach down to grab it, it kind of goes <laughs> and flies into the air and then lands back down. And every time like you try and grab it, it kind of just weaves out of your hand. And you can see any kind of giggling as she's just like slightly waving her hand. I see what you did bit. there. <laughs> but I'm gonna throw my my blade instead. Okay. Well, that was that was that considered my action to grab. Uh no, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and just say like that was just okay, a so five, ten. I don't want to get too far forward, and I'm gonna throw mine at. Did she say this person? Uh, that that's person? that's Malix and or Nyx. Nyx. Okay, I'm just gonna throw it at, the, at Nyx. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll with. Is it, is it one of those situations where no one can tell which one's which, and they, they just yeah. play it up? Yep. Some days <laughs> they're much. Nyx, sometimes they're Malix. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. They're Actually, the same I'm George, mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disadvantage. So that's a 17 on the first roll. Sixteen on the second. Um. So that's 19. A 19 will actually Nine. hit. Actually, yes. Not 21. Six. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, go and roll me damage. Okay. So one d four plus three. Yeah. <laughs> so four damage. Uh, but as I as I take this blade, I kind of like spin it around my hand, and when I throw it, you hear this kind of like mournful cry as it flies in through the air. Um, oh as it as it whistles it's not like just a. Mine. Yep. <laughs> I'm not the only one with the singing blade. Um, and I believe the way All that we described it is sounds if you the, swing the fast line enough. that you <laughs> send your dagger down. Uh, and uh, every square on either side of it, uh, you also have true sight on those squares, right? Blind sight. Well, or blind sight, yeah. that's right, yeah. And, but it's Basically, not, so you're echolocating as you're throwing turn, it out. For, for one, one turn. turn, yep. And so I don't see any of the people around her, but I threw it basically in the direction that I hear someone kind of shuffling. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Throw and you, you do hear the telltale. <laughs> ah. Perhaps perhaps we should mention, um, for those who didn't watch Session Zero, Ping. For, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Preston is playing a. It's this way. Okay. Okay. Preston is playing a um uh, uh, yes. Uh, Preston is playing uh, a special uh, rogue subclass. Uh, well, he will Eventually. as soon as we get a to home, level three. A homebrew. A homebrew. 
specifically made by me. Uh, so everything is subject to change. And uh, specifically, his character is blind, but has blind sight out to 10 feet. 10 feet around me and then, 10 feet around you and then wherever. Uh, what is your blink called again? Shadow Song. Shadow Song. Wherever Shadow Song flies. Um, maybe wherever your blade happens to whistle as well, because you picked the exact same aesthetic, and That's I love right. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, hey, so... My weapon makes sounds too. It's just more like... Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's a type. That's a type. Beautiful sound. It's a beautiful sound. <laughs> <It's a beautiful laughs> uh, yeah. So if uh, if it's you're curious like about that, we all um, Wait till level three to really know what the subclasses can do, or just watch Yinny on her next turn. <laughs> uh, but okay. Is there anything else that Victor would like to do? Um, I have no. used my move out. Okay. It. And then you cannot recall because you're not oh, yeah. you're not a, a, a true nice. full on bonded knife dancer. Still in yeah, so you are, you just, you use your Shadow Song, you just have your regular dab. Yeah, I've got Perfect. three more. Uh, and then it is going to be, so after Victor, it is Ceridon. Oh, I kind of say, I, I thought we were going for the one with the punchable face. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't see them. I say five, 10, 15, 20, 25. I couldn't have gotten to him anyway. So, yeah, I'm just going to run up on, uh, on, what was her name? Yinny. 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 And I'm going to make a couple of attacks with my spear. Um, actually, I take that back. I'm going to, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hex okay. on her. So I'm actually, as I'm running up, I'm going to pull out what looks like a little um, a little teeny eyeball out of my component pouch. <laughs> I know, that's, that's, that's the material component. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and yeah, just say, Umbar! And and kind of wave my hand at her and uh, and she's sort of briefly silhouetted in a, a kind of a pinkish glow. Yeah, weird magic, man. <laughs> Say, don't worry, it only tickles. And then as an action, I'm going to make a jab at her with my spear. Okay. Uh, that's a t- twenty to hit, a dirty twenty. A dirty like twenty. My natural twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very dirty as well, though. Uh, <laughs> Depending yes, on the night. That will hit. After a long workout. All right. And that is for... Um, oh, geez. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. And that's all. Okay. Yeah, you definitely, like, smack her gun in the side, and she kind of stumbles, and she says, Oh, crap. I'm too far forward. I'm too far forward. <laughs> um, and then she kind of calls out for help, and Brander's like, I'm on the way! I've <laughs> got a punchable voice, too. <laughs> so he's, he's going to move up uh, 30 feet to Saradon. Even his voice is punchable. Okay. Like this or like yep. this? Um, one more forward. He's the center of attention, of course. Mm-hmm. And he is, as he comes in, he kind of does this, uh, this another flourish with his rapier and he slides in and kind of goes for uh, the quick stab against you to kind of uh, push you back, or not push you back, but kind of get you to stumble back. So let's see. And he gets his bonus on this. So that's going to be. That's a dirty 20 to hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, so he is going to do. Five piercing damage to you. Oof. Uh, well, bludgeoning, but you know, like. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a actual like fencing duel rapier, right? Where like 
Wong hits you and kind of like makes you stumble back a bit. Has a little tiny fist on the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, and he rises to his feet and he says, What ho! Again. It's like a cartoon with a cork. I say, cork on the end. You were supposed to go for that one. <laughs> Plans <laughs> change. <laughs> Besides, we got people for that. Eve, it's your turn. All right, so I will move. To ugly hair guy. Okay. And <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Does he have a mullet? <laughs> yeah, he's it's not a cosplay <laughs> wig from his. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> he, he it, but it's not his usual hairstyle. He cut it for the role. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bowl cut. I'm sorry, but the hairdresser. All right. Uh, oh, uh, terrible. Role. I will shortly. <laughs> kind of like, it is kind of, you're right. It was kind of on the edge. Yeah, sure. Okay, better. Um, that is 17 to hit. Wow, session 17. one already bludgeoned your dice roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was cocked. It, it was like was sitting in the corner. On the edge. Uh, so it hits, and you, you come down, and he, he just gives you a wink, and then you slice right through him. And you can see that he's actually a few feet back, and his uh, mirror image kind of frimbles and fades away. And he goes, Never in the same place twice, honey. Ugh, Please I don't hate. call me. <laughs> I told you, even his voice is punchable. Yep. It really is. That's just my voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that my voice is punchable. Hell, the shoe fit. So next is going to be, unless there's anything else you'd like to do? No. Okay. I think he... I think he moves five feet with that. No, he just, he just basically slips. Mm. Uh, he basically used his, and again, these are like very weakened uh, versions of other abilities that something like a sword mage might have, or like a, a, a nice dancer. Um, so he he's used that for the day. Uh, but next is Malix and Nyx, and they actually go as a as a team. They're a team, and they are going to use their. Uh, because they're within, don't say darkness. How much is it? Hundred feet don't of each other. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, this is your optimized party <laughs> that I'm working off of here. I love um, one. Come on. So, so they're they're going to use their double movement each move uh, thirty feet. Uh, the one on the right is going to move uh, on the other side of Yinny, basically surrounding Ceradon. Mm-hmm. One more. Yep. Uh, and then the other one Ooh, is going to you. rush forward for. Uh, yeah. Victor, right there. And then they are going to use their dual action. And uh, one on the left is going to make an attack with his quarterstaff against Victor. And that is a 12 to hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. And then the one on the right, uh, my right camera, whatever. Yep, thank you. uh, Is going to actually use his action to defend uh, Yinny. He's basically going to kind of give her dodge, basically, well, by aiding her in that regard. Because so. they're they're technically supposed to be the tanks. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Uh, and then... Bolt. <clears throat> and then I, see, I see all this, this, you know, kerfuffle going on right here. Yep. Kerfuffle. And I'm just like, those two look like they can handle themselves in a fight. I'm going to help out the blind guy. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna move up, and I'm just going to. I'm just gonna since this is just a friendly thing, you know. I'm obviously mm-hmm. not gonna be like smash his head in, right? Type yeah. Thing. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna try to like 
swing for his leg to catch it and, and like flip him type of sure. thing. So that would just be my uh, great club. Crit. Crit. Oh my gosh. Nice. Crit. So, crit, but 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Natural. Oh. An all natural. You got the bottle. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yep. As long as it's, uh, as long as it's empty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he likes just, he chews the lids off and then he licks whatever drops are left inside. Uh, eight damage. Uh, it's crit, so double. Oh, Max. So, yeah. nine, plus. so uh, nine, nine plus eight, so uh, seventeen damage. <laughs> seventeen so damage. I just, I just catch him. I oh. thought you said you didn't club him on. That. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, I wanted to show you that my weapon makes sounds too. You literally probably out a swing. I uh, I was gonna say I tried to like catch his leg and flip him in the air and then mm-hmm. kind of whack on the yep. stomach too. That's that's exactly what happens, and he hits the ground. He's prone. He lets out an oof. Um, and he and he kind of just taps on the ground twice, and he goes, "Sorry, brother, it's up to you." And Nick's goat kind of just shakes his head, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, perfect." Anything else the wolf would like to do? No, that's okay. it. Uh, so what? we can actually remove Malik's from the board. He's gonna kind of drag himself away a little bit, clutching his stomach. <laughs> Uh, you hear a slight retching as soon as he gets around uh, the the other side of the stands. Up blood. Yeah. Before you go, oh, okay. I have my knife. It's not. It, it's over there. Oh, thank you. Perfect. Okay. And then it's uh, it's Holly's turn, who kind of just uh, shakes her head a little bit, and she's going to. Uh, she, you see that she she takes a moment, and then she kind of gets into this quick stance and dashes forward uh, right next to, uh, right next to Brander and Yinny. And she she gets the to about ten feet and she uh, launches up and comes down and kind of slams her hand to the ground and this kind of wave of green uh, chi energy blasts uh, everybody. So that is a friendly fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is her. Uh, all enemies within fifteen feet of her need to make a. Quick constitution. Oh no, strength saving throw, please. So you're out of it and you're out of it. Constitution. That one. Four. Uh, 24. 24. So Bolt is okay, uh, but the two important ones were Eve and Ceridon. Uh, both of wow. you. Wow! Wow! <laughs> really? For Holly, yes. <laughs> you you said my voice was punchable. So. Okay, I'm not, I'm not right, giving right, any right. punch. I'm not throwing any punches. Or- Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so both of you need to push, or be, uh, you're both pushed five feet away from so her. Diagonally that yep. way. And, one. and then each ally within five feet of her, within five feet? No, within 15 feet, uh, can move five feet in any direction. So Brander is going to uh, shift, and he's and he's like, hang, hang on, there. we're dance partners. Uh, and then uh, Nyx is going to move between Sarah Dawn and Yinny. Never in the same place twice, honey. I will never forget that. Well, Nyx is already there. It's so annoying. Uh, he, he's going to move one over to the left a little bit more. That way. Yeah, right there. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Basically, he's he kind of stands in front of Yinny and starts twirling his staff really, uh, really quickly to kind of uh, create a barrier. And then she's panting a bit, and Yinny goes, "You got anything else?" She's like, "A little bit." And she kind of reaches, does this kind of Tai Chi move. And this little green wave of energy uh, sends a little bit of healing into Yinny. Okay. And that's all, literally all of her, all of her key points. <laughs> so that is, but that is <sighs> healing. 
You so glad you I got think to be, be that easy, did you? attractive mm-hmm. dance partner. <laughs> oh, hear that, guys? The cute one says I'm attractive. Uh, and then it's actually back up to the top of the round with Yinny, uh, who's feeling a lot better. And she is going to, she's going to say, Holly Duck. And she's going to shift back one towards me. And then she's going to use her uh, bonus action and recall her knife. So the knife kind of, and uh, heads back towards her. I think she's trying to hit uh, Victor and, yeah, Eve. So she probably has to shift a little bit more to get, because it has to be in a line from, yeah. Yep. So the two of you need to make me a... Dexterity saving throw. Thank you. I hear it's coming a mile away. Eight. Yeah. Step to the side. Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you step to the side. You, you, you completely like hear it and and, and uh, just easily duck it and then it flies right into Eve's uh, shoulder and kind of scrapes along her armor. So you're going to take uh, five damage. Okay. And then it hits back into her hand and she does kind of, as it hits, she does kind of a backflip with it. And when she lands, she hucks it back out again, uh, trying to hit Eve on the return as well. All right. This is just going to be a regular knife attack. And that is a 22 to hit. That will hit. For another five damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then her blade is her blade is behind you now. So she did throw that knife out there. So actually it would be probably... Yeah, probably here. Yep. yep, just in the next open space. Just right there. Yep, works okay. fine. Um, you probably want it on a square, just because if she has to return it, it's got to go in a line. Gotcha. So, perfect. Uh, so that's Yenny, and then it's Ezra. Ezra, things are, uh, you're not really sure how they're going at this point. You saw <laughs> one of one of your enemies, you know, the enemy team fall down, but it also looks like Eve is hurt, and everybody's kind of been moved around. Saradon looks a little hurt as well. I call I call out Ezra. Remember the two thieves. I just say I paid you to protect me, not the blind man. <laughs> and I'm gonna move there to get a little bit behind you, and I'm gonna cast uh, Firebolt at awesome. the annoying guy. Oh, thank at you. Punchy face. At punchy punchable face. face. So that is only a twelve. Twelve will miss. Okay. He kind of. He kind of definitely ducks to the side, and he actually takes his rapier and runs it through the firebolt. Yes, it melts it a little bit, but it looks really cool, at least to him. Heat metal. <laughs> Heat metal. And then he puts it like close to his face. Yeah. It's good lighting. Uh, I will avenge my fallen love. Still playing the part. Uh, anything else that Ezra would like to do? No. All right. <laughs> Victor. All right, Victor. I'm going to, um, again, like kind of in a dancing, prancing motion, kind of roll around to the back and say, may I cut in that? And I'm going to stab him with my dagger. Perfect. <laughs> Natural twenty. Ah, <laughs> and he's already used his after image effect, so there is no, there is no concern eight, about reaction. Eight total damage, plus my sneak attack. Ooh, which plus is it's a crit, it's also right? a crit. So oh yeah, six, six plus five. So nineteen. Nineteen. I'm assuming I'm assuming that you are doing non-lethal damage. I am doing non-lethal. Like I, I'll I'll kind of like scrape it across, and then um, as I like step in front, not I'd be like, pardon me, bah! and I'm gonna hit him in the back of the head with the back of my knife. Uh, yeah, he falls. Yes. He, he hits the he hits the ground in a lump. 
punchy face. So far, <laughs> never begin a dance with a woman that is unwilling to see your face. Ooh. Good advice. <laughs> Brooding. Surely. But, but yeah. good advice. Yeah, really good advice. <laughs> I like it. We're right. like, so yeah. like, oh yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, <laughs> perfect. Saradon, it is your turn. Okay. I'm just going to take a couple, we can remove Brander from a couple of shots at uh, Tank Boy here. <clears throat> As Malix comes out and drags him away. <laughs> You're out of here. So, uh, yeah, this is a um, 19 to hit. Uh, roll me with disadvantage, please, because he was taking okay. uh, Eight. Uh, eight will miss. Okay, bonus action. Okay. With the, uh, I'll kind of try and whack him with um, the, you know, the... The pointy end, and then turn mm -hmm. around and so that he actually does the like full block, but it does stop that twirling. Okay. Uh, um, disadvantage as well. Yep, disadvantage as well because he okay. was taking. Yeah, I'm gonna miss. Um, it's seven. Yep, and then uh, coming around the other side, and he, and he goes, "You got some skill. You got some formal training." <laughs> I say, uh, "You could say that, yes." Hmm. All right. Um, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> I say, uh, I, have feeling, I have a feeling that you'll be unconscious, so it doesn't really matter. He <laughs> just kind of chuckles. Yeah, okay, fair. Uh, Eve, it is your turn. You're going to be at the mixer tonight? Yeah. All right. We're, going We're throwing for a rager. The other hill more. Tiny lady. A little bit more jerky. Okay. And she eeps a little bit. She says, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> you should be. Yes. 22. 22 will hit. Oh, you hear the jerky come running. Gotcha. Yes. The only one. That's why. It is 12. 12. Okay. Um, you full on kick her in the stomach, and she does, just like flies backwards five feet and not, gets knocked over, and she taps out really quickly. Nice. Eve, <clears throat> uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to do, or are you just right where you want to be? That's where I want to be. It's okay. a pain in the ass, so it gets everywhere. Uh, just then like, it is as soon as it touches something, uh, And he is just going to stop his so I got all my defensive dance, and he is going to try and strike at Ceridon. Okay. All right. And he rolls a 20. Dirty 20. Come on with all the dirty 20s. Yeah, it hits. <laughs> these are the first time he's ever rolled these dice, too. Yep. Loaded dice. Dang. <laughs> So it's good for me. <laughs> Don't know what you want. Yeah. Uh, five bludgeoning damage. I'm out. After my uh, after and my he, and he says he says, sorry, hon. And he just like full on like gets by your defense and just kind of whacks you into the uh, into the temple a little bit and drops you. I say it's all right. I'm really just a distraction at this point. <laughs> and he and he like he completely turns around. And he sees that Yinny has been taken out. <laughs> oh crap. She's going to be so pissed at me. Uh, and then he he is actually going to move uh, to try and engage with Eve and block uh, Holly from everybody else's line of sight. So just move him to the left one, please. And then it is Bolt. Come on, Bolt. Do it again. Supermark. I'm going to move forward. And uh, best defense is a good offense, right? Yep. And I'm going to try uh, to get him again. Great club. The other, the other twin? Yep, the other twin. Do you just recognize him as the same person? Yeah, I thought I already took you out. <laughs> Another oh, friend! Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe I should ban your dice! Uh, yes, oh, uh, oh, well, oh. he only has the one hit point. 
uh, because him and I literally do the exact same thing, like same move and everything. Flip him up in the air, thunk. You can hear you can hear about it. Say, "Watch out, brother!" And I just go, "You fall for that every time." (laughs) And he just again just kind of stumbles off. (laughs) Okay, and it's just down to Holly, and she she takes stock of everything, and she goes, "Well." I'd love to just surrender because this seems like bad odds, but I really can't. So, uh, and then she just kind of thrusts her palm forward to try and smash into your armor. Uh, that is a they always, 14 they always hit. That will miss. And she Smaller hits your armor all right and kind of, <laughs> <laughs> why, why can't I get that? <laughs> and then back up to the top of the round, uh, Ezra, it is your turn. All right. I'll firebolt her. Okay. Just uh, burn her a little bit. It's a singe bolt. Just a little. Singe bolt. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one will definitely hit. Okay. Four nine damage. Okay, she is actually still up. You, you 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 hit her with the blast, and she kind of she does that kind of monk catch yeah. thing where she like she grabs it and she quickly extinguishes it and then goes oh <laughs> <laughs> ah why good one though um, Victor. It is it is dishonorable for me to gang up on you at this point. Okay. I, will, I will not engage in this dance. You I just... will hold my action for if anyone attacks me. Okay. I say, you want to go uh, try and retrieve your dagger? Choke I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Get me back in. You're, over, you're like over here. Yeah, I'll go okay. pick up. I'll pick up my dagger, kind of dust it off a little bit, and start wiping it off with my shirt. Right, cool. Um, and then who's next? Saradon's down. Brander's down. Eve. Well, Victor is. More noble than I. <laughs> I will be attacking. Get him, Bolt. <laughs> uh, that is a 17. 17 will hit. Uh, and she has one hit point left, so how would you like to just, like, quickly dispatch her? Dispatch, I... or... Please, please don't kill anybody. I'll just take <laughs> the sword and just keep pushing it until she says... I, I give. I give. Okay. Thank you. That was a great fight. And she, she bows respectfully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell, like her hands are like very singed. But she actually goes over, and as she does, she kind of uh, green energy washes over, and she kneels down next to Saradon and kind of uh, places her hands uh, in respectful areas. Uh, sends a little chi energy through you, uh, so you can jump back up at one hit point. Yeah. By the uh, way, that was Ezra. Being oh, super nervous. Okay, the fight. So glad the fight is over. Victor wants to approach him and say, "It was a good fight." I will bow. And she bows as well. Brandon goes, you guys got lucky. And then and then you all hear a... Uh, uh, what was that? Do you need to be uh, punched in the face again? <laughs> he he goes, oh, you want to go one more time? Come on, Holly, give me some more healing. Come on, let's do this. I can take him on one-on-one. And okay. then you all hear a voice that says, that's enough of that. Um, and you all turn around and you see, uh, you see a, a, an orc in kind of uh, long white robes and he kind of steps onto the field all of the all of the uh, college students stand up straight and kind of bow and they, and they say instructor crier and he goes that was despicable brander malix nix you're too cocky Ninny, you actually did a really good job and holly your your support was impeccable and, and then he turns back to brander and he goes but you know better than to try and egg people on when they've beaten you in fair combat. He's like, but, and I don't want to hear it. So here's what we're going to do. And uh, Instructor Cryer grabs out a pouch and he tosses uh, it to Bolt. 
And he says, there's 20 gold in there for each of you. I believe that's what Brander promised you if you won. And he goes, well, they never took that bet. And he, quiet. Well, we, we, we all won? Uh, thank you, sir. Like, we didn't catch your name. Uh, Cryer, Cryer is the name. Did you and I'm surprised you don't recognize me, Bolt. But, uh, I mean, I was much younger back then. And you do get a little bit of a flash of a young half-orc uh, running up and down uh, the the kind of, not really the hills, but sort of the hills outside of Six Hills as you're, as you're running past. And you had a nice little conversation with this orc child and everything. Oh. I, it has been, what, 20 years? Maybe longer? 40. 40. Uh, forgive me, I been all over the place in the last little bit. I know you were traveling. You were you didn't even have time to stop by Six Hills. Well, I guess it wasn't quite Six Hills back then, was it? No. Well, no, it was. Sorry. Yeah. Forty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting my own dates. I, I'm old. I'm forty. I'm at least forty. <laughs> I'm at least forty-five years old, or something like that. <laughs> and he goes, uh, but it's good to see you again. Glad to see you're still moving about. Oh, yeah. So better than ever, actually. Good. Um, I I. Take it you are well. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, as, you, as you can see, teaching young upstarts that their place in the world is not at the top. I do recall you saying that you did want to study some martial arts <laughs> when you were younger. Studied and mastered. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And he turns to the rest of you and he says, you are all impeccable fighters. I do start handing out the gold, by the way, just to make sure oh. everyone's good, sir. You, you like put it in your hand and just like... You know, <laughs> counting I mean, quickly. I, like I just kind of like twenty. Yeah, there's twenty. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised at all of you. Uh, you're from the Vanguard, is that correct? Indeed, but uh, not many outside of the mountains would recognize me as such. I I take my I take uh, my knowledge of different martial groups seriously, and we've had a few Vanguard actually come out here and teach every now and then. Really? So, yeah. Um, Not in a while, though. So it's nice to nice to meet you. Well met, Seridon. Uh, Stonewall, of course. And um, I don't believe that I've ever seen your technique before. Where did you learn it? Uh, from a good friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly recognizes when to end a conversation, and and he says, and of course, I always will recognize a member of the Eight Rings, and he gives you a deep bow. Clear my throat uncomfortably, but I will return the bow. And then he stands up, and and he 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 notices he notices it, but he just get, kind of moves on, and he goes. And I'm I believe you're a wizard of a uh, college up north. Is that correct? That's correct. There's certain patterns that you can pick up. Mm. Yes, tells them. Look at me. Really, prestigious school. Thank you. I'm surprised a uh, mage of your caliber wasn't picked up by the Arcana. In another life, perhaps. Of course. Well, as a further apology for the delay in all of you getting to the festival, because that is what you're here for, correct? Indeed. Uh, in fact, I believe we might get to judge the Rubash. Really? And I kind and of. He, and he, he gives you like another once over, like, you two are really young for <laughs> being that famous. I, I, I just pull out um, this. I guess script missive yeah. um, that we have from. Okay. Um, do you do you want to read it out? Uh, um, I will have to pull it up on okay. my phone. But yes, um, half a moment. 
Well, yeah, they're, they're, while you're pulling that up, I do want to approach the knife dancer. Uh, oh yeah, just kind of like and she's she's kind of just like, oh, that was a bad kick. Oh, hey, um, you, you um, my apologies. You you fought well, and that technique back there, I thought was quite good. So did you. You danced pretty smoothly through that crowd. Thank like, you. and that's coming from a halfling. I can dance through legs like nobody's business. So that's impressive. Do you, did you did you get any formal training here? Or? I'm afraid I have not. I, I got it from the, the from my my family. Oh, okay. Family and she kind of gives you another once over, and she notices a few extra things about you. And she goes, "Oh, you're you're one of them," or yeah, yes. Um, yes. <clears throat> I hope I didn't offend you with no, my dancing. No, it's, yeah, I, 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 it was it was quite good for for. Um, for the training outside of, of there. I'm curious, who, who taught you? Oh, I, I'm learning here at the Millibrax. Um, there's there's a specific instructor that teaches knife dancing. Uh, he's not a member of your sects, but uh, he's pretty good nonetheless. And, and his name? Um, his name is uh, Billix. Billix. Yep. Billix Strongarm. Thank you for the information. This is... This is helpful to no me. No problem. I, um, I noticed that you're not bonded with... Uh, that blade yet? Is that still something you're trying to work on? Maybe I could give you a few pointers. Uh, yes. Uh, I'll have to think about it. Okay, cool. Well, if you want, I will just be. I'll be up here. Um, here, and she pulls out like a scrap of paper and, and uh, quick uh, a quick quill, which is just like a quill with ink already in it. I think he's getting a number. And and she writes down. She writes <laughs> down her her house number and hands it to him and says, "If you ever if you ever want to learn a few techniques, just stop by." <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) To everybody else, it might look a little less chaste, but like both of them are very much like, yes, knife dancing is life. Like, yes, nothing but knife dancing. The rest of us are like, oh, Ezra's just like, that's a perfectly good exchange of information. (laughs) Yep. Well done. Um, (laughs) That was the proper change. I I lean over to Ezra. Is this. Um, this is some, uh, some kind of mating ritual. I'm, af- I'm afraid I don't know anything about. <laughs> well, you and me both. I'm afraid I can't see. Can you tell me uh, how to... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, her face goes completely red. She kind of hides in her braids a little bit. And then she tells you the house number uh, and, and apologizes Not profusely. Not a worry. Thank you. Okay. And I'll retreat back to the <laughs> Yeah. Me- meanwhile, uh, you're, would you like to read out this script that yes. uh, you were given to come to Six Hills with and hand to a specific person? It says, to Balin Heck regarding Arcanum request. Esteemed Balin Heck, thank you for your recent correspondence and offer to host a representative of our organization at Six Hills to judge this year's Blue Bash competition. While we here at the Arcanum Infinitum must remain impartial to all matters, I have an offer for the perfect substitute for your request. The two distinguished individuals holding this letter, Evoi... I'm going to mispronounce Evosia Ferricue. Evosia Ferricue and Ceridon Stoneboard recently assisted the Arcanum in the evacuation of Potter's Path when a void rift opened and, and an invading force of undead was unleashed onto the unsuspecting village. While I was unable to grant their individual requests in payment for their heroic actions, I have offered them compensation in the form of paid travel to attend your festival. 
Please consider one or both of them to judge your competition in my place, and know that they may stay the duration of the festival with the cost being charged to the local Arcanum barracks. Best of luck with this year's festival. Perhaps next year I will be able to return and participate. Warm regards, Justice Galina Belladonna, 3rd Middle Court, Arcanum Infinitum. Did you read that out loud in game or just um, to us? Cryer uh, probably opened it up and, and read the missive, if you're okay, okay with him yeah. reading it out yeah, loud. And he, he says, wow, uh, Potter's Path. That uh, I, I heard that there was an attack there recently. You were there? Yes. Indeed. Um, we were there. Uh, some purple line appeared in the air and a bunch of undead things started jumping out and... Uh, Eve here escorted people to safety, and I started doing what I do best, which is poke things with Craggy here, and, um, well, when dust settled, uh, we were still there, and the undead weren't, and okay. next thing I know, we had an, uh, an audience that I'd been waiting for with the Arcan. Well, um, congratulations. That's a noble feat. Most I'm sure everybody in Potter's Path is appreciative of that. Uh, they seemed to be. Do you? Do you have any idea what caused this purple... What, what did you call it? A light or a tear? Or... Uh, yes, I believe someone referred to it as a void rift. Is that right? Rift. <clears throat> it was very strange. If, if anybody would like to roll me an arcana check to know what that is, you can. Uh, 26. I've never seen it. 13. Uh, yeah, you've definitely heard of Void Rifts. Mm. Bolt, not so much, like you've heard Inklings, but you've had like first-hand uh, education on Void Rifts, which are these tears in reality that random creatures from other realms come through, mm. uh, whether or not it's a specific monster or if it's a group of random thugs that just see the opportunity of a lush plane and try to attack it. Um, it seems in this case it was undead. Specifically, so and they've been they creep up every now and then throughout an area, but uh, you've never you've never heard of one so close to home before. Mm -hmm. And Potter's Path is uh, it's a small village, but it's kind of it, it won't be on the map actually uh, oh. even. But it is on it's probably on the southwest bank of uh, the the lake the lake that surrounds the beacon. It's pretty close mm -hmm. to where the beacon is. It's a small fishing village there. And he's, and he's like, wow, that's incredible. Um, if you'd like, uh, Holly, and she comes over like immediately. Yeah, um, would you show them to Balin's birth, to these two to the Balin specifically, and then get them to the finest inn in town? And uh, we'll pick up the bill. And she's like, yes, absolutely. And he says, again, all of this is because I apologize for the behavior of my students. Uh, they will be, they will be, Enduring a little bit more training uh, before the festival. Well, at least one of them knows how to hit. I'm like kind of wincing as I hold my side. <laughs> was this not part of an, uh, instructor an assignment? It was, uh, and they failed. I at see. least a few of them did. And and Brander is very humbled at this point, and he looks he looks over and he goes, "You three should be running." And they all just like get up and immediately start jogging away. <laughs> And he goes, don't worry, they won't get far. Um, I don't suppose you would happen to have um, a salve or something on you that I might be able to uh, patch up uh, this bruise? Of course. And he and he actually, uh, you see he does kind of the same technique that Holly did, and he just kind of slams his fist into the ground, or not fist, his 
foot into the ground as he kind of pumps his fist a little bit. And this wave of, this brilliant wave of green, like, chi energy emanates from him. And you're all restored back up to full HP. All of your spell slots are restored as well. Yay. That was just a sparring match, so we'll go ahead and just uh, say long rest right here. Ooh, I want that spell. So, so <laughs> yeah. before, before we head out, I want to walk up to the instructor and say, uh, please forgive me. My memory is not what it used to be. Of course. Um, but I am very pleased to see that you're doing well. And I'm pleased to see that you're doing well. A um, little rustier than I remember, though. Maybe you should yeah. get that looked at. That's good advice. Thank you. And he, and then he goes. Now, if you excuse me, I have some students to teach. And he kind of, he kind of does this quick like uh, crouch, and then jumps into the air, and he just leaps backwards and does like one of those kung fu like slide backwards. <laughs> By the time he lands, he's in front of Brander, and they all just like stop and immediately book it the other way. It's like his hands in his pockets, like yep, just <laughs> yep. He jumps straight up in the air and just kicks, and then he, goes he definitely has like he's an orc, but he definitely has like one of those long beards, and he does the whoosh with it, you know, like. Yeah. I just say, nice to meet you, Kaya. <laughs> and Holly says, if you'd like, I'll take you all to Baron's birth. Excellent. And, and, and don't forget the bit about the finest inn in town. No, oh, of course. I, I promise you, I know the perfect place. Excellent. Let's get to the inn and then we can talk in private. Okay. Holly takes the party down the hill once again, apologizing for Brander's behavior as she goes profusely. Uh, it seems like she's very apologetic, but... She just can't seem to remember any of your names. She gets them close, mostly. Uh, she calls you evil at least one time and then <laughs> extremely <laughs> apologizes for it. Evil, evil. Amazing. Yep. But uh, she actually leads you down another uh, switchback road until you get to uh, Balin's birth. Unlike Mordergrad, Balin's... Is this the whole party that she's leading? Yes, this is the whole party. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Uh, do you need any help getting down the hill? She does ask that like, specifically. Initially, I, I'll, I'll be fine. Thank you. All right, perfect. And then, um, are you you still got your spear just kind of strapped to your back, and, and the flute is and everything is all there? Okay. As I'm walking, though, I am spinning my my blade to try okay. and make it easier. I, I, yeah. I kind of look and I start to try and like get it, see if I can harmonize with it. It's like, I'll kind of uh, roll me a, like, a quick performance check. I pull out my tambourine and. <laughs> it's a nine. We're new. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. It's not the greatest. Uh, Holly herself is kind of throwing your rhythm off because she's humming the tune that the guitarist or the lute player was singing to her earlier. And then she gets to like she starts getting to the end again, and she just kind of shakes her head like that ending. I swear, I've never heard so many rhymes for that word before. Oh dear. Um, but then you guys get to Borg. Or not Bordergrad, uh, Balin's Birth. Unlike Bordergrad, Balin's Birth is a, has a more natural look to it than the village. A scattering of tall and short buildings made of wood and stone with tiled roofs line a main thoroughfare that seems designed to compensate for a massive amount of carts and foot tra traffic heading towards and away from the town. And again, this is that big path that leads up between the two uh, Furthest hills, closest hills to the long road, Bain's and then from there, everywhere. Bowl in the middle, right? Yep, it is the it is the valley village in the middle, or town in the middle. So if you're a girl that lives there, you can be a valley girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> oh, I think you had more. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the my mouth, yeah, valley girl with my mouthful. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um, gonna cut that out there. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> 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 no. Nope. Uh, 
so many things I can't say. Here, take tonight's first epic dice. <laughs> Which, for the record, I did not mean it that way. No, of course not. <laughs> sure. Um, but, sorry, I'm, I've lost my train of thought here. The only oddities are frequent steps that lead down to underground doorways, either uh, residences or with signs posted on the steps declaring the, the trade plight inside. Uh, as you move past one of these stairwells, the door swings open and half a dozen goblin children come running up the stairs, laughing and chasing one another with small sticks of chalk. And then a rather tired looking goblin woman in a dress shortly follows, keeping an eye on them while uh, letting you pass by first. Uh, you can hear the sh the, her shouts in the goblin tongue at the children, and even those of you who don't speak the language can recognize a good admonishment when it's, out, when it's shouted at belligerent kids. The main square of Balin's birth, which Holly explains uh, quickly, is the only way that you can get anywhere. Like, this is, this is the place to come if you need anything or if you want uh, to get anywhere in Six Hills. Uh, you have to come through the main square. Like all the paths. Yep. Every every everything converges here. And if you want to get anywhere in Balin's birth, basically you have to go through the main street to get to it. Um is a this is a bustling hive of trade and commerce. Uh, that's compounded by the fact that dozens of goblins are scurrying around with armfuls of decorations and party favors, trying to get the festival ready before it starts in the morning. Uh, above the main square is a gigantic lattice work of lifting cranes and whirly clamps of all sizes. Now, uh, lifting cranes obviously are just like, you know, manual, uh, I guess just lifting. You, you all know what a lifting crane is. I don't need to explain <laughs> it's it. It's a big bird that's it's, strong that's yes. lifting. Uh, uh, but whirly clamps are the, the true like marvel of artifice that is here. And they're basically just big giant claws of metal. Uh, with helicopter blades on top that are held aloft by magic, and somebody will like call one of them down, and it'll pick up a crate and then move it along. And they, they it just seems like somebody's like attuned to them and, and directing them, almost mm. as if it's an air traffic controller. Mm. Amazon warehouse. Got yeah, pretty much. Um, so, and then most of the market booths are uh, simply occupied by a goblin or a pair of goblins speaking with individuals and writing in ledgers before calling a team to handle the freight being imported and exported. And Holly says, if you need anything, go talk to the ledgermans. They will, you can ask them uh, specifically what they want. Uh, and while each town around Six Hills has their own little market, you talk to them and if they can't find it for you, it can't be found here. They'll, they literally control pretty much all the commerce. Good to know. Yeah. Um, however, once the festival starts, there will be a couple booths set up along the, the main street. Uh, just with kind of trinkets and stuff in it, just for fun. So, be on the lookout for that. I've got sixty gold burning a hole in my pocket at this point. <laughs> well, you're uh, that's quite a bit. Maybe maybe you can pay for your own room. And then she just kind of laughs and moves on. Uh, but as you're as you're about to leave, uh, the sound of a clearing throat can be heard behind you all, and Holly goes a little pale. And uh, she turns and bows immediately at the speaker, and she says, "I am so sorry." <laughs> Sessie, and as you all turn around, you see a rather, uh, a rather. She's she's plump. She's not large, but she's plump. Uh, goblin woman in uh, fine clothes, standing there with kind of her arms crossed and her foot tapping, and she's got uh, a goblin, uh, a younger goblin that looks like one of her daughters flanking around on either side, and they've got they've got kind of these big giant handfuls of like flowery wreaths and everything. And big giant, big, big giant, giant natural twenties. <laughs> what <laughs> epic dice for me! Dirty jokes, each epic dice. Apparently, is what we're learning here. Hey, 
Um, <laughs> and she says, you thought you could slip something past me, did you? And Holly goes, no, I just, I forgot that you wanted to greet every festival goer as they entered town. And she turns and she goes, welcome to Six Hills. Are you here for the festival? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Excellent. Well, my name is Ceci and uh, I'm here to be your official greeter. And uh, I'm the coordinator of the festival. Um, if you would all please uh, kneel down. I kneel. Okay. Um, all right. For what? Purpose? Uh, well, we really can't reach your heads from down here, now can we? <laughs> My apologies, of course. And, and as you guys kneel, uh, the the two the two goblin daughters like immediately rush forward and they put like flower crowns on uh, each of the women's heads, and then so your two, I think, yes, uh, and they they give you uh, like. Woven bandoliers of vines around uh, your wrist. Uh, yeah, you're right. Not you. Uh, they give that to Ezra and to Victor, and then they look at Bolt and they just kind of like hesitate a moment. They look to Sassy and she goes, "One of each." <laughs> and they put a, a flower crown on your head and then a woven band on your wrist. And she says, um, "Let's Thank see here. What is, what, there's something specific about these. I feel so fancy." <laughs> uh, she says that these are from the druids of Little Gale, and they will uh, maintain their quality for about a year, uh, at which point they'll start fading away unless you uh, get a druid to put some extra magic into it. So I hope you Lovely. enjoy that. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, these are beautiful. Thank you. Oh, and one more thing. And she, she reaches into a pouch and she pulls out what looks like a coupon book and actually is. And she hands, <laughs> she hands one to each uh, member. And she says, these are just a few uh, little uh, free items that you can get at the different stalls starting tomorrow. Um, there's uh, free drinks in there for all of the different uh, competitors in the brew bash. Um, and of course, if you want, there's meat stead meat, whatever. Um, and then there's also, uh, there's a coupon in there for, uh, there's, some, there's some great candy vendors and uh, they may be able to get you a little bit of uh, delightful treats. What about uh, Nico's sh sugar bombs? Uh, yes, that page three. Is Nico's? Excellent. Yes, uh, he he's given out free sugar bombs this year for everybody. Two, so, uh, have you been here before? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't, but I was I was told to stop by Nico's. Oh, perfect. Well, uh, you got uh, friends who have good taste. Nico's is the best. And she says, if you have anything that you need, come see me or any of my clan. And she goes, she goes, uh, Balin clan, and they all go, yo, and it's like. Half of the goblins in here like raise their hand, uh, and all of the ones that are decorating. And she says they'll they'll get you to me, or they'll direct you to the Valen, or if it's just something simple, they can help you themselves. Necessity. I, I, yes. I, I bend down and I yes, yes. Thank uh, you very much uh, for your hospitality. Most You're welcome. I, I am very gentle yeah. on my on the handshake. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> um, so Balin, I have to assume that Balin Heck is is. Part of the clan? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, he is uh, 43rd Balin. Yeah, uh, goblins sometimes don't live very long lives, unfortunately. Uh, but he has been a wonderful Balin for the clan. He's my husband. Huh. Yeah. And uh, do you are you looking to speak with him at all? Whatever is a Balin. Uh, so... And she goes, she goes, you are new here. And like every, she gets a little giddy, giddy at this because this is a history lesson for her. Uh, and anybody who can roll history will already know this story. Um, in fact, anybody who's proficient in history okay. probably just knows the story offhand. Um, she says, well, back when everything was started, uh, or, well, when everything kind of got came to a head and everybody started fighting, uh, a goblin named Balin 
uh, kind of stopped the fighting and got everybody to sit down and talk together. And it was unfortunately after the passing of his dear wife. But uh, he became the first uh, mayor, I guess is what you could call it, of Balin's birth, named after him. And instead of calling it uh, a mayor, we decided to call it a Balin in honor of him. So, and, wait, this was 60 years ago? Yes, this was 60 years and ago. And Balinek is the 43rd. Like I said, sometimes things happen to goblins. Sounds like a dangerous joke. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, none of them have been assassinations. Just sad accidents. Well, I kind of say under my breath uh, to you, I'm like, oh, so they say. <laughs> are, you, are you sure your family isn't cursed or something? <laughs> I, I mean, we could check, but... Uh, this might be something you look into, just in case. Yeah, probably. Probably. And, and, and she looks at one of the daughters, and the daughter writes it down really quickly in a notebook, and then kind of slips it away. Um, no, not that. She's never really thought of that before. Yeah. Uh, and like as as you guys are like talking about this, actually, one of the whirly clamps comes down, and you hear no, 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 and it, it starts picking up a goblin and dragging it away. Uh, and then it's like oh. that wasn't Balin Heck by chance, was it? No, um, he's actually he's currently speaking with our uh, resident Justicar. Uh, trying to figure something out. Um, was there something that you needed that I can help you with? Well, um, perhaps. Yeah, we, we've been given this um, uh, document. Oh, and to... may I? Oh, of course. And she opens it up and she like takes like half a second reading it and rolls it back up and she goes, you're the judges. Oh, absolutely wonderful. I will get this to Balin. Uh, where are you staying? Uh, the finest. Finest inn in town. Indeed. Supposedly. And, and she she smiles and then she turns to Holly and she says, uh, she says, the bull's whistle and she, in, the bull's whistle. All right, perfect. I will have the Balin come by as soon as he's available, okay? I like bulls and whistles. <laughs> well, you'll love the bull's whistle then. Uh, <laughs> if there's if there's anything else, uh, if you excuse me, I'm very busy. I have a lot to do and I see some more people coming in. Thank you, Sassy. It was so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. And she gives you all like a, a very polite curtsy and everything. And, and her daughters do awkwardly as well because they still got bundles of flowers in their arms. Uh, and then uh, they all kind of just rush off towards the next people coming into town. And you can hear her say, welcome to Six Hills. Uh, and then Hallie says, uh, Sassy is a lot, but we love her. I love her too. I'm, she's I'm not bowing. She's gone yet. She's, <laughs> yes, she's gone. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> uh, okay, and she's, Holly says, let's get you uh, to your inn. So uh, after Sassy leaves, Holly says, uh, if you'd like to come with me, the bull's whistle is just down the street. Uh, so she, she leads you through. Uh, uh, anybody who wants to, it's busy streets, but she kind of navigates them with a monk's grace. And hopefully you all can follow along, uh, or at least uh, people move out of Bolt's way. <laughs> and then let's see here. So the Bull's Whistle is a standard in-tavern combination. Uh, the sign over the door, which showcases a bull's head with smoke coming out from its ears, uh, oh. shows the way into the main building, a large two-story uh, bar and restaurant packed with all manner of humanoids. Uh, Holly waves at a few that must be locals, uh, but there are just as many faces that seem to be uh, to be from out of town that she doesn't know. In fact, you see a couple... Uh, Etiquathan in one corner, kind of just like standing uh, awkwardly looking around. Again, they just kind of look um, kind of bullheaded, not bullheaded, but uh, dome-headed, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of buff-looking shark people. 
uh, and they're actually they're actually pointedly ignoring the ramblings of an ex Lottie uh, man who's just kind of excitedly talking to them about uh, his latest journey down the streams and everything. And now they can breathe air. Yes, okay. both the Adequathan and the ex Lottie can breathe air. What is the ex Lottie? Uh, so the ex Lottie are a race of. Uh, they're humanoid axolotls. Yep, they're humanoid axolotls. Uh, this one in particular only has two arms. Sometimes they can have four, and they are very good at uh, water crafting, which is just turning water into like actual tools and stuff. And you can see all... he's even got like a little band of water. Are they all really cute? Oh, adorable! Absolutely adorable. <laughs> About the size of halflings. Uh, pink skin. They they got little frills and everything. Uh, don't don't like pick them up and hug them. Uh, this one's got actually a pretty long tail, and they're using it as like sort of a seat. Uh, and everything, and you can tell you can tell how long they've been alive by how long their tail is. Yeah. So he's definitely pretty old. Uh, but the Edequathen are pointedly ignoring him. But they're probably the most odd uh, feature in such a landlocked uh, town. And and again, for those who didn't watch Session Zero, yeah. shame on you. But they're like shark people. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, the males the males look like uh, great whites or like bull sharks. And then uh, there are no females here, but they they look uh, they have like nurse shark colorings, tiger shark colorings, that sort of thing. So. Yeah, cool. Um, and the the men are very. If you want a little bit about them, I guess uh, they're very argumentative. They don't get into fights that often. Like they don't physically fight that often. Uh, it never comes to blows, but they love a good like debate. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And there's a bunch of other different uh, races around here. You've got your standard goblinoids, orcs. Uh, there's. There might be, I mean, trolls are probably a little too big, but there's there's a minotaur bartender who's kind of watching over a, a, a waitstaff of a bunch of barmaids and everything. Probably why they call it the Bull's Whistle, at least partially. And uh, one of the barmaids rushes over and uh, Holly grabs her by the arm and she kind of she kind of snaps out of her reverie and she goes, oh, Holly, I didn't know you were coming by yet. And Holly goes, oh, what, uh, I decided to come by early and just uh, wait around. Um, it's, how, how's it going? She's like, oh, I'm almost done with my shift. And then Holly turns and she goes, everyone, this is Tess, Tess Darnathel. Uh, Tess, this is... Eve. Eve. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Um, Wichter. Um, Ezzy. And... Uh, Was that a step at my exit? Wichter. Nuts. No, both. <laughs> I got the last one. And, and Tess kind of chuckles and she goes, you'll have to forgive Holly. She's never really been good with names. That's okay. I think I think you just gave everyone a fabulous nickname that I might have to use from now on. <laughs> Feel free. Um, so where are what's going on? And she's like, "Oh, I'm taking them to the inn portion, and everything. Uh, they're being holed up here for the festival." And she goes, "Oh, great. Well, let me drop this off, and I'll just come with you guys." And uh, she kind of moves off, and um, everybody, anybody who wants to, can roll me sort of a an uh, insight. I guess would be a good one here. 18. Anyone who's curious about Tess? I am. Yep. 18. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. 16. 16. Oh, three. Three. Nine. Nine. Neither of you two really notice anything out of the ordinary. She's a human. Um, I pass it? Did you, two. I rolled a two. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really, yeah. Um, you two, and specifically, you kind of recognize this. Uh, she's actually, uh, she has the same kind of demeanor, the same kind of complexion and uh, accent from somebody from Terrebonne. Mm. Ah. Yeah, she's all the way from there. Hmm. And after a few moments of dropping off ale and talking to a few people, she comes back and, and hooks her arm in Holly's and they kind of lead you to a back door. Um, so let's see here. If anybody has anything they'd like to ask, you can as we're heading that way. So, Tess, I can't help but 
wonder, are you from Terrebonne? Yeah, you're good with accents, huh? Well, I've been living there for for a little while. Oh yeah, it, I, I can I can hear it a little bit, but I don't really like I can't really pick up where the normal accent is from. Oh, um, here and there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I hate this. Sounds like I'm bragging. I'm the daughter of House of uh, the Nobles of House Darnathan. Really? Yeah, I'm here uh, training as a uh, bard. Really? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Do you sing? What do you play? Um, I, I haven't really decided yet. I've been dancing a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I've really been enjoying the dancing, but I haven't really, I haven't really come to terms with what exactly I want to bard. I guess is the term. If you want to use it as a bur- as a a verb, a verb. <laughs> Um, I, I haven't really, I haven't really picked yet. I have a little bit of, of a flare of illusions, so I might do something with that. But you know, it's one of those things where I kind of just, I've just been kind of playing it loose. I guess undecided is the best uh, way to describe me. Well, I'd love to see you perform sometime. Oh, absolutely! I'll actually be uh, one of the people performing the reenactment tomorrow. The reenactment, I'm assuming, of the Battle of the Six Hills. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm going to be playing one of the uh, warriors from, I've rehearsed this a dozen times, Little Gale. I'm going to be a Little Gale. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you guys want to, you know, stick around for that part, it'll just be in, well, you'll find out where everything is, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I'll be there. And uh, Holly, I think, is playing a very important role. And she kind of rubs shoulders with Holly, who kind of sighs and says, I'm, uh, this is really bad. I'm playing Balin's wife oh (laughs) yes that's basically what happens um but it's great i don't it's not really that big of a speaking part at all i'm 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 excited but uh i I feel like it's it's just that every year they make they make somebody dress up kind of in like a goblinoid outfit and it feels really wrong uh but you know this year i've been trying to convince them not to do any of that and i worked them down to just face paint and I feel like that's not enough mm. cultural appropriation yeah but the thing is like none of the Balin clan seems to hate it they love they love whoever plays Balin and his wife every year yeah so I don't, I don't well, really know it must what to be do. a great honor yeah and she, she as you guys are talking she leads you through this big crowded restaurant and they get to this door and open it up and you can see that there's a long stretching hallway and as soon as everybody's through, the door kind of swings closed behind you and locks. And all of the sound from the restaurant just mm-hmm. goes away. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nice, quiet hallway. So you're all the way from Terrebonne. That's yes. quite a ways to go just for bar training. I heard yeah. they have pretty good schools in Terrebonne. They do. It's just, I, I wanted to get away. You know, my, my, family's, my family had a lot of expectations for all of my siblings and... I felt if I didn't get out of there soon, my mom would start having those expectations for me. Mm-hmm. Forgive so. me, I, I mean no offense, but uh, isn't it a little expensive for a liberal arts major? Uh, <laughs> well, my... F- Again, it sounds like I'm bragging. The my family is really rich. rich. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they control a lot of the water trade out of Terrapon, actually. I see. Is any of your family coming to watch you in your performance? Oh, gods, no. <laughs> I would I, I would absolutely not tell them, um, even if they were inclined to come to Six Hills at all. So, mm. yeah, they're just going to stay away, and we're just going to keep it that way. If I knew my mother, I would tell her when I performed. 
And she kind of she kind of gets a little somber there. <laughs> what? And what then happened? I'm like, oh, crag. <clears throat> what happened to your mother? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not good with. D- never mind. I have a high charisma and a low tact. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> fit right in with this party. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend I didn't speak. I'm sorry. Uh, That's so the, a downer, as they have told me. Yeah, and it kind of creates this little lull in the conversation <laughs> as you guys enter into the other. Uh, the other door. It's okay, friend. Not everyone has parents. This is why I like to travel with you. I don't have to worry about what to say. I'm so sorry, Ezra. Mm, for what? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly there are issues buried very deep. Yes. Very deep. Mm-hmm. We, we can talk about it later. Um, anyhow. Anyway, and uh, they open up the door at the other end of the hallway because the conversation took that long. And it kind of uh, reveals this very immaculate-looking uh, marble lobby of, of the inn. Uh, there are some glowing orbs hanging in the air that are illuminating in various colors of soft light. Mm-hmm. And there's a very uh, beautiful elf woman kind of sitting at the at the reception desk, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she... <laughs> was that to the elf woman? <laughs> and... Uh, she says, welcome to the Bulls Whistle Inn. How many of you will be staying? And Holly uh, says something quick to her, a uh, quick uh, hello in Elven. Uh, so who speaks Elven? There, there. Okay. Uh, so the two of you hear her say, hello, Ilothwe. And uh, the receptionist says, uh, hello, mistress. And then they kind of move back into common really quickly. And Holly says, uh, I will be needing five individual rooms, one for each of my friends here, and uh, their tab for the festival will actually be picked up by me. And she goes, very good. And she starts writing things down in the ledger. And she turns around and she says, that's my apology for Brandon. I really don't think that's necessary. No, I do. I feel really bad and I want to make sure that you guys are uh, taken care of as much as possible. I want this to be a good experience for you. And uh, I know that talking with Brander is not a good experience. It's very sweet of you. At least let the Arcanum pick up our tab because that was the agreement when we came here. Roll me a persuasion check. See if you can persuade her. Beep, 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 15. Okay, fine. And she she turns around and she nods to Elithway and Elithway nods back and makes a quick adjustment, and, and then she kind of puts five different keys down, and she goes, uh, take whichever one you'd like, and then take whichever room you'd like. I say, oh, I haven't been pampered since I left the courts of Tariamun. I'm dying you're, for this. You're all the way from Tariamun? Uh, well, you could say that. Um, most of my life, actually, I've been in, uh, well, Malagoth City. But originally, yes, from, from Tariamun. Those are two very different places. How well, did you how did you manage how did you manage to live in both? Um, it's well, my mother was an elf from the forest, my father um, from from the city. Uh, there was a war. I don't know if you know much about that, but anyway, it's sort of a long story. But I grew up with my mother in the summer court, and um, after she passed, mm. uh, moved to um, live with my dad oh. in in the city. Well, um, the summer court has always been very good friends for me and my family. So yes, where are you from? Um, I'm I'm actually from Bleakwood. Uh, I'm, and she turns to Tess and Tess and she goes, "This does sound like bragging." And she she says, "I'm I'm actually the um, daughter of one of the Fall Court." Ah, what was her name? 
not El this is Hallie that's speaking. Hallie is? Yeah, oh. this is Hallie. Hallie, not Holly. Holly. Or I've been hearing Holly. Maybe I've been it's hearing Holly. Holly as well. uh, it is Holly. Yeah, it, sorry. If, if it's actually H-A-L-I is her name. But if you've been healing Holly, that's fine. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, the, the woman who's been leading you around everywhere. Got it. She's the daughter, daughter of, of what again? She is the daughter of a member of the Fall Court. Which is sort of like the summer court for uh, the Western mm -hmm. continent. Sounds very Fey in origin. It is. Uh, and she's from Bleakwood? Yep, Bleakwood Forest. Which is the largest forest on the... Well, largest forest if you don't count a jungle Outside. as a forest yeah. because the Emerald Wilds is definitely not considered a forest by most scholars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where the... That's where the Spring Court is? I'm trying to remember exactly where I'm having these courts located. And then there is a winter court and it's in the marshlands. Okay. But they all they all very they're like all very independent courts. In fact, I think on the World Anvil currently, and that may change by the time this episode comes out, uh, there is only the summer court listed, but uh, the other courts are just as important. They deal with other fey matters in those other areas. Um and uh, I'm sorry, but I didn't catch your name uh, to the the receptionist. Yeah. Uh, and she says Elothwe. Yep, so E-L-O-T-H-E, -E, and then you could put like a, a unlot over the E or something yeah. if you want to kind of signify that. Well, it's very nice to meet you all, and I would love a bath. Like I said, pick any room. <laughs> which one it will these, open for you. Which one of these do not have a window? Um, pick any room. And she, she smiles uh, kind of knowingly, uh, and she it's like almost like, I know newcomers to town. And she goes, trust me, the room will be exactly what you want it to be. Um, I make sure to grab the two keys with numbers, or however they're identified. Yeah. There, there is no identifying marks on oh, these keys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Had one to... Yep. I pick the fanciest looking one. Okay. They all look the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, in that case, third from the left. Third from the left, yes. Uh, and so Holly and... Um, Tess kind of uh, say goodbye. They say, we'll, we'll see, we'll maybe catch you guys at the festival. Um, if you see us, just come say hi. And then they kind of go arm in arm again and start like conspiratorially whispering as they head back towards the restaurant proper or restaurant tavern proper. It's kind of both. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys can head up to your rooms. And as you all, as you all like pick a random door and you kind of get up to that second level and there, there are just like five doors and you just walk up to a random door, and as your key gets close to that door, it shifts. Like, you can see kind of this magical shift, mm. and you uh, turn the key and open it up. And uh, for Victor, there is no window. It is a very dark room. Uh, you two have joining rooms, uh, and uh, there is a giant bath in there for uh, Saradon. Rooms with, all uh, with, yep. with, like, <laughs> with almost a, like a, a canopy of trees, it seems, mm -hmm. inside yep. the decor. It is, it is exactly the room that you want it to be. Um, it's it's Grand very library. homey for Eve. Uh, it's very reminiscent of home. So it's it's very nice, and you can all just kind of move in and close your doors, uh, or you can commingle or do whatever you want uh, for the evening. I do need to talk to you yes. before we meet with everyone again. Does Yora have a fully stocked workbench as well? Library. Very similar. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so, a workbench of the mind. Exactly. Eve and Sere mentioned they were part of the Arcanum. 
and they were representatives. representatives. That's not good for me. I do agree. We need to leave. I... You hired me to get you to Six Hills, correct? Mm-hmm. And while I wouldn't charge you any further to, to protect you while you're here, I think I think we need to see where their intentions lie. And, but I, I do agree that we should uh, use caution. Right All right. We can definitely definitely keep quiet about um, why, why you are traveling this direction. I'll follow your lead is what I paid for. But uh, if it gets if it gets too bad, we can we can get away. Thank you. Or at least I will. I will make it so you can get away. How about that? Sounds wonderful. Well, I guess pick a good book, and when when they are finished, we can. uh, All right. See what see what everyone enjoy your bench. I will. Is there an oil bath for a bolt as well? <laughs> oh, there's an oil, like an old-timey oil can. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of like a sponge bath for... Uh, now, see, there's one for lever, it's the one that goes... Yeah, Wizard of Oz style. Yeah. Perfect. Is there anything else that anybody would like to do? So you're going to take a bath? just, yeah, I'm soaking in in a... And burning some, like, cedar wood incense and just... They didn't have incense, but there was a cedar tree or a yeah, chair, and you're just, just like, good enough. Twigs. <laughs> a chair. <laughs> um, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, just Eve alone in her room would like to send a message okay. to her employer. All right. Uh, so you quickly write up a nice letter, uh, roll it up really tightly, and uh, put your the ring that you have down on the table. And what was the command word that I was that it? I gave you for that? Um, Please, and I will tell you. Well, while she's looking, what is Victor doing? Yeah, what is Victor doing while we're looking for that base? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you say base, and uh, then take the uh, little note and just kind of push it through, and it just disappears. And then you just pocket the ring again. Nice. Okay. Victor, um, he'll want to take a a soak. He'll find the. the, It's completely dark. He won't burn any, any stuff in there. But he's gonna go ahead and try and take a bath. And if someone could see, like as like kind of pulls the hood back. The uh, shroud that's kind of around his head, it's like um, kind of you get this like almost like it's cutting into the top of this his head. Mm-hmm. But he always keeps it like way, too tight, way, too, way too tight type of a deal. Way too tight. Yeah. And yeah. I would imagine that your room has uh, right. several wind chimes in it that are kind of yeah. constantly Soothing. clacking against each yeah. other in a so soothing way. To, yeah, and, and it's obviously like despite it being very dark, you can clearly see everything that you need to. Yep. And there's there's something on the door that whenever it opens and closes, it would make a noise. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so after everyone has uh, freshened up, um, you guys can head down, have dinner, or you can go to bed. Uh, up to you. If you yeah, want I'll to. go knock on Ezra's door yeah. uh, from the adjoining door. Would it have been about an, an hour? Uh, yes. Can I yep. get our attention? Absolutely, you can. Okay. As you start uh, doing some research, eight. So eight. plus your art—that's plus, plus your arcana. Plus my arcana. Okay, so that is fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Go ahead and mark that down, and you'll okay. just have to keep track of that. That's surpri- That's a surprise for later, guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> Every everyone has secrets, and it's delightful to me. <laughs> Whispers. 
Uh, yeah, after, back to the homebrew. Uh, after I missed it. After I'm, um, yeah, after I'm freshened up, I'll do the same. I'll actually like go out and like knock on everybody's door and be like, "Anybody hungry? I'm famished. I bet the food here is wonderful." Let me see if Ezra. See if anybody answers. Yeah, I'll answer the door. And... Yes. Uh, hi, um, shiny. Sorry, no, you probably don't like that. I'm sorry. Oh. Nuts. Okay, bold. Yeah, totally not nuts. Let's not let that stick. <laughs> no, Bolt's like, like the one that I that I like kind of don't want to mess with. I'm, I'm like slightly intimidated by. Um, so I'm like, uh, do you eat? Yes. Excellent. Uh, like normal food. Sometimes. Well, let's go get some. Where's your Where's your friend? Um, Let the, me go the, see if he's available. The, and the, I will... the, the motherless one. motherless <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will go see if he's available, and we will meet you in the restaurant area. Wonderful. Um, I'll come Victor, out. are you there? I'll come out and I'll be Evie. I'll be doing the. I'll come out too. Are you Are you just in a in a towel, but also with your hood on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, no, I'll, I'll come out and kind of close like um, even your bathrobe has a hood. Pulling it up, and then I'm gonna I want to pull out a uh, I have a deck of playing cards. Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna basically do like a single hand shuffle, shuffle. Very nice. cool. Kind of like could go for some food. Yeah, let, let's let's see. Uh, I hope they don't serve bull at the bull's whistle. <laughs> I really that thought it was a bull, not a bull. Not bull. A bull. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining the bartender. Maybe it's a bull with horns. It could be. But 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 perhaps someone is is playing whistle. I'd love to hear some music and get some food. Let's go. I'll follow. I'll go. I'll get you. See if you're good to go. Slam my book shut and Okay. Perfect. So you all head back down the stairs. The Elithway kind of gives you guys a polite nod. She seems to be. Uh, half paying attention to everybody coming coming in and out, and then half paying attention to her book, uh, which just seems to be open to some sort of, uh, it's some sort of equivalent to like Sun Tzu's Art of War type, you know, college. She's obviously a student here, as probably most of the waitstaff is. And you go through the small tunnel again, and as soon as you open up the door, it hits you, that sound hits you like just a wave. Uh, you can hear the, the bright laughter. You can hear music playing. There's definitely a good uh, band on stage that's kind of uh going through their routine uh very standard but 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 you know yeah a little bit of jizz music that's actually what it's called don't at me that is what they call it in star wars it is stupid george lucas wow yep how do we make jazz sound worse make jazz sound like space all right. <laughs> We're gonna, you're gonna get a lot of comments about people who say jazz is amazing. I don't know what you're but talking about. I, I actually <laughs> do like jazz. Yeah, I just, that's just the the joke, right? It's, ah, it's so terrible. Yeah. Um, and you all, you all kind of uh, find a table uh, that's got five open spaces with it. 
Um, and a barmaid comes over to you and she goes, uh, can I get you anything to drink? Eat? I gently sit down on, on one of those seats and then you can hear just like, <laughs> and I just like, okay. And I'm, she goes, oh, uh, actually, could you stand up for just a second? Sure. And uh, as you stand up, she takes the seat and she moves it off to the side and she brings one of the chairs from the corner that looks like it's got metal reinforcement <laughs> on it. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, she does, she does the pickup, but she's definitely like okay. waddling it over. <laughs> uh, and she sits it down next to you and she goes, there you go. That should actually it's, hold you away. It's the inverse oh, kitty chair. Yeah. <laughs> I say, um, whatever your most expensive food and beverage that you have available for all of us. Yes, it's it's on the Arcana. Wow. Um, the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. And in fact, I don't even want to know what it is. Just bring it. Okay. Per- great. Perfect. I would expensive. like to know what it is. Well, Are you sure you don't have any allergies? Uh, well, I suppose I don't. Uh, anyone else? No. Uh, well, Victor, well, not Victor. She doesn't know your name. I know your name. Uh, she turns to Victor and she says, it's uh, it's actually um, a very nice, they call it, it's a dwarven meal. They call it borscht. Uh, it's uh, borscht, really good. I'll take two. Actually, in that case, could you bring the second most expensive thing? I've, I've had enough dwarven it's, food. It's, for it's a just a light pressing. portion of borscht. <laughs> so it's it's a half borscht and a salad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a dwarven salad. It's a dwarven surfer. And she goes, oh, great. So that's four most expensive meals, one second most expensive, yes, and then the most expensive drink. Speaking of which, what, okay. what is what is I heard there's the competition. What is what is the crowd favorite? I'll, I'll take one. Oh, uh, the crowd favorite. Well, I think this year, um, I think this year is. Well, you're putting me on the spot here. Yeah, yeah, Um, actually, shoot, I had it. That's our job. Okay, we can That's our job as a yep. player. Right. We can definitely cut this. No, but you guys will know. We're not cutting this. <laughs> it's okay. No, we're not going to cut this. This happens in every group. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> what's going on? Where am I? What's what's happening? Who am I? Tell what me. am I doing? You're in the red room. You're cognitive right? Yes. Yes. Um. So here we go. And she goes. Well, actually, that would that would be the most expensive this time. Uh, Chateau Morlaine is Chateau. has coming out with a great wine. Is it um, against the rules for judges to partake of any of the brews before the competition? No, because any of the brews that you partake of won't be their special reserve that they're going to be showing off. Excellent. Yes. Uh, you guys are judges. Uh, well, yes, suppose potentially. What, yeah. One, one of, of us. Oh, perfect. Congratulations. That's a great honor. Um, I'll go get your food. And she goes, uh, Miss, oh. actually. Yes. Uh, can you just bring me... This is a weird request, but I'm wondering if you have any kind of oil or anything in just a big tankard. I will see what I can find. Lantern oil, lubricating oil, <laughs> 40 weight, whatever you want. <laughs> of course. And she Thank you. she, uh, just she heads go, off. Whatever they're frying stuff in, she's going to like dump it, still <laughs> piping hot. In bowl, and like, <laughs> the hotter the better. <laughs> uh, so... She, she that leaves. means that every time I burp, it smells like French fries. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's normal, I think. <laughs> uh, so she leaves, uh, and 
after a few minutes, the band kicks up a rousing rendition of uh, Ode to the Birth, uh, which is just kind of like a local favorite. You can hear the cheer. Uh, uh, again, B E R T H, not B I R. That's what Tori had playing when she is, had delivered the first two. Ah! It's just a two like women. What's it, the breathing it's, technique? It's nice and soft, and all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> breathe. Breathe. The beat is the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The breathing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. We will rock you. <laughs> Gosh. I will oh, never no. think of that song oh, other than now it's the birth That's song. That's the birth yep. song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Going to Lamont's oh, class. Man. I need a minute. I need to just get up. Thanks, Mercury, for the great birth song. <laughs> uh, so after a few minutes and uh, two verses of Ode to Birth, um, the... Uh, the waitress comes back and she brings uh, a very uh, elaborate looking bottle of wine uh, that seems to almost be like a double helix glass uh, corkscrewing in on itself and with like a, a central pillar rising between the two and each of them is just like full to the brim with almost uh, it almost looks like somebody is getting ready to pour white and red wine together with the way that the colors are but uh, as she like pops the cork all of the colors go multicolor for a moment and then go pure red and she's and she sets that on the table, lets it air out a little bit, gets some glasses, and then each of you gets a bowl of uh, borscht, except for you, who gets a nice. Uh, it's actually a fish steak, so mm, perfect because yep. they won't serve regular steak here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And but, my oil, but the uh, but the very like the various fish people. Oh yeah, and your oil. Uh, which is fry oil, by the way. <laughs> We're good. That's canon now. Um, the various, the various like aquatic humanoids here are eyeing that, but they're actually eyeing it like it looks very tasty. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. fish are fans, yeah. not people. Well, what do you think they eat in the ocean? Yep. <laughs> it's like when Aquaman goes into a sushi bar, it's like yeah, yeah. obviously. What do you think he eats? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she goes, uh, "Let that sit for two minutes. Watch the fireworks, and then uh, feel free to pour." Fireworks. Oh yeah, Shatu, yeah. Shatu Lane goes all out with their vintages. Ooh. This is this is about thirty-two years old, uh, and it is it is one of my favorite years of theirs. What happens if we pour it too soon? Uh, then the fireworks might end up coming out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. wait. I could wait. And she uh, says, "If you need anything, just give me a holler." And she heads off. Uh, Eve, yes. you work for the Arcanum. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I oh. don't. What I'm do you do? A con contracted work of sorts. Um, my employer, <clears throat> he actually works, uh, he's somewhat of a private investigator. Hmm. I'm really his page boy. Really? <laughs> That's interesting. I, I find myself in the uh, bounty hunting. Is, is he someone I might come across? Um, not necessarily bounty hunting, just taking care of things outside of what the Arcanum is capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which respectable. is... <laughs> well, we're based out of Terragon, and there are these noble families that are always getting themselves riled up about one thing or another. Um, so it's mostly working with them. That's the reason I left. Mm. Too much infighting amongst the houses. She's hmm. quite toxic. What about you? Uh, well, let's see. I believe you heard part of my story already. Mm -hmm. um, 
have I told you about Kragi? What? Watch this. This is amazing. And I, and she pulls out her spear and she goes like this. She goes. <laughs> she kind of looks at it. And all of a sudden the spear just goes. It like makes this sound and it yeah. like turns into a flute. <laughs> and she's like. She starts like playing a little tune on it. Uh, there was a little bit of a lull in the music at this point. Yeah. And all of the like all the musicians pick up on that and quickly move into a good rousing story about uh, Malik the Melodious, actually. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. And so I kind of play and I kind of listen mm-hmm. that long and I guess then I sort of realize that you're still like waiting. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like staring at you like go on. Right. Um, but I'm too rude to or I'm too nice to say good. Has anyone heard of of, of Malik uh, the Melodious from uh, the, the the songsmith mm. of the history, uh, anybody, history check? Uh, history check? Yep. I'm sorry about Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, yeah, it's an actually you know, it's an old folklore tale. If you want to go on to uh, the uh, Orlando page, you can read the yeah. whole story. Right. Uh, but basically, he is the choir of the crags. He's basically this gnome that was able to move mountains with his music. And uh, as like as you're, you're kind of uh, getting ready to talk about that, uh, all three of the little spouts on the wine bottle start like firing off little tiny... Uh, uh, and it's various like grapes and then you see like this dragon uh, figure swooping down and it kind of smashes the grapes and turns it into more wine that pours right back into it uh, and then after it ends everybody everybody around you kind of like claps too like oh that was great yeah. Yeah. it's the most expensive I, I, grab, I grab, <laughs> grab the oil I sit it from me I go like this it just goes Okay. It's a very expensive oil. Oh, and then it pours itself. Excellent. Yep. Uh, For actually, it pours five glasses in case you. I I think you can imbibe. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't need to. Yeah. I. I. I just like right in the middle of my story. I just like I'm not waiting. I pick it up and I start playing. I start drinking. I just take. I just take a small white little sip. It is uh, delicious. It's very airy. Uh, nice little woody taste to it, uh, and then you can actually other wine words. The other wine words. Uh, there's it, it. It almost like it sparks the tongue a little bit. Almost like there's still a little bit of firework left that uh, dances along uh, your throat as it goes down. Bolt really likes it. Yes, absolutely, for sure. I would say that. Well, I, I don't really think I chose, but I, I can see why it's the most expensive. Um, let's see. Uh, right, so. You've heard of of of, of Malik then, mm. yes. So you know, songsmith of of the steppes. He um is sort of famous, I suppose, in 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 the Malagoth Mountains. Uh, the story is that he was um the artist of, uh, uh, I guess you'd call them sort of um, a, 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 an association of demigods, uh, the choir of the crags. Mm. Uh, anyway, long story short, I was on patrol for the city watch. I'm part of the vanguard there. Um, and I looked over one day, saw a mound of dirt, um, thought it might be a corpse or something, dug it up, uh, found this flute there, uh, reached in, grabbed it, and suddenly heard a choir of voices singing in my head. And, um... Are you sure it's Sarah, not why, why were you digging up what you thought could be a corpse? Well, I, I'm it's part it's of the city watch. I, I thought maybe crime scene? I don't know. I was a little disappointed, actually, that she was a Maybe crime. <laughs> maybe crime. <laughs> crime. 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 
Crash can. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so Sarah obviously, like, uh-huh. keeps nothing close to the vest. Yeah. Right? She's just, like, she's just spilling her beans. I thought it was a dead body. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a flute. I grabbed it. Um, heard the most amazing song in my head. And I the song kind it. of, you can hear, you can almost hear, like, a, a little bit of a choir picking yes. up in the background, almost emanating from her flute as if she were playing it still. <laughs> Which I wish we could use the actual like uh, yes. the song. Uh, I, I think that specific version is probably copyrighted by the people. Maybe, maybe we can link to it. Yeah, yeah, we need to. Yeah, we need to description what, what, the, what the choir of the crag sounds yeah, like. It was. It's a really cool mm. compilation. So they were spouting off some mumbo jumbo about trying to bring balance to all things, and um, I decided to. Well, they, they asked me if they could be my patron, uh, I'm their artist. I said, I don't really, I'm not really much of an artist, except for, uh, unless you count the spear. And as soon as I said spear, it turned into this, the most beautiful weapon I'd ever seen in my life. And I thought, well, um, sounds like a great adventure. They said, uh, this cracking bit, um, head east, and maybe you'll find some answers. I talked to my dad, he talked to the king, and uh, well, here we are. And you named it Craggy. Well, yes, the Choir of the Crags. Um, I love it. Choiry didn't have the same ring to it. Mm, and this is supposedly the physical manifestation in the material realm or something like that. So, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I exactly. Uh, the choir <laughs> ends abruptly as you basically blah, blah, blah <laughs> over their entire being. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that might be important. Well, yes, no, the, the, we, we've become very close, Craggy uh, and I. Um, but yeah, I, I, I suppose um, I'm on a, a bit of a quest for them. I'm not quite sure what it is yet, but um, I'm seeking wisdom to the east, looking for answers, not finding any. But uh, how about this wine, huh? <laughs> quite the segue. <laughs> uh, Victor, red. Victor, you said you are... Uh, Good job. You said you're... Bounty hunting. Is there someone in particular you're looking at? Not, not right now. I, I uh, right now I'm still building my my portfolio. So I'm trying to get my foot in the door. You trying to build your Facebook? Like you cut people's faces off, put in a book. <laughs> Precisely. In, in a way. I mean, that would be more efficient. You don't have to carry as much. But yeah. yeah. What was um? What was all that bit about rings? Nine rings, eight rings. Oh uh, yes. Well um. Uh, do you have any rings? <laughs> Not on my person. Yeah. So, uh, the these rings which of which you speak, I don't know how much anyone might Nothing. may or may not know. Yeah, I think actually everybody but uh, Eve would know of the eight rings as a band of like mercenaries in some capacity. Right. Nobody would know too many details though. And then of course Eve would know nothing about this. Specifically, I come from the eight rings. Uh, I am only. It of a uh, hiatus from my the fourth the fourth ring. Uh, my mother is actually the the prime of the crimson or the the ruby ring. So I I'm here uh, just basically looking, trying to expand my knowledge. Uh, some of the things that I cannot learn from those within my family. I'm trying to better that and hopefully bring that bring some of that back. At some point. Victor, have you always been blind? Uh, this is more more recent, the last 
few years. Was there an accident? Uh, no, it's you can consider it as kind of part of my training. Oh. To hone all my other senses um, and to to curb some of my, my, my sharper. So it's temporary? It is uh, as far as I know. Hmm. Fascinating. That but sounds like a bit of a harsh training. Are you... It's just... not quite normal, but yes, it's it's necessary. Are you just wandering the world and, and finding Trying to adventures, find others, or uh, do you have are, something that's specifically in mind? There are some that have uh, forsaken the creed, and uh, some of them uh, were high-standing. High they, they had good understanding of the way that things work, and I'm hoping perhaps to find to some them. and learn. No, 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 no. It's, this is if, a highlighter. If, it's, <laughs> if it were a mark, believe you, it would be done honorably. I would give them a writ. I would uh, explain that I am there to kill them and that, uh, that they have you know, 48 hours to prepare and it would be very... Oh, mm. so you give them a head start. <laughs> is this fun? They will not get away. Is it a game? I'm no, it is... It is uh, it is part of my creed. It's something that we don't. Everything must be done with honor. Hmm. Hmm. Well, hmm. I don't. I don't begrudge you that. There's many different cultures in this world, as as any of us can attest to, even at this own table. So, so if that's how, that's what you like, I uh, guess. Both. How did you come to be in uh, the employ of Ezra here? Where, where did we meet exactly? What was the town? Uh, probably just outside of Willow Creek Hollow. Yep. Uh, I was traveling past Willow Creek Hollow uh, on my way to Sakil, stopped in for some supplies. and. Are you from Willow Creek Hollow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we yes, you would yes. We would have we would have discussed that. Yes, you are. From well, I know I'm from there. I'm just looking at you if I can, can tell I, them. Can that. I make a, can I make an insight check? I uh, have zero like skill. You don't even need to make an insight okay. check. Like, yeah. I suck at social situations. Yeah. I'm so which is probably which is there. probably why we discussed like yeah. If anyone asks, just yes. Okay. <laughs> and he wanted to head to the festival as well, and so and as you know from our fight. I'm not good. And he's big. Uh, big, yes. I wouldn't say that, though. That was some, some nice little uh, scorching I missed. And well, then I kind of helped a little bit. But... Well, there. so let me tell you this story. There were these two bandits about 10 miles away from Willow Creek Hollow that tried to ambush us. I was distracted by one of them who kept dancing around me, the little bastard. And... Out of nowhere, I hear a explosion behind me. And when I turned around, there was nothing left but boots of the other, <laughs> the other one. So he can handle himself in a fight. He's just needs I, a little bit more confidence. I don't confess to a murder, but something happened. It was self defense, yes, and that is well within the laws of an area. It depends on who you ask. Is I, I'm just I've heard of. Uh, Willow Creek Hollow, is, is there anything interesting there? Mm, there's a, a great school for the arcane in Talazam Academy. And you were studying there, right? Yes, I went to school there to... I was actually trying to become a law mage. 
but um, things don't always go according to plan. There's also a really nice creek that runs through the town. Mm. The Big Willow. Yes. <laughs> Hence the name. Hence the name, yes. right. Is the Willow Hollow? No. The Hollow is the part where well, the two hills go to the middle and you uh, live in the they've Hollow. They've never cut it down, so we don't know. It could be solid, it could be hollow. Do most people there practice magic? Mm. Just like everywhere else. Mm. There's a concentration of magic users for the school, but... And so you were traveling to Six Hills just for the festival, or...? Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> Insight check. Yeah, definitely. Like he is definitely looking at Bolt for every answer. Like, what am I allowed to say, Bolt? Yeah. Yes, that's a fourteen. Yeah. Um, what was the sorry? What's the question? I mean, I'm just trying to tell if you're lying, oh, basically, or if you I'm, seem to be hiding something. I feel I'm hiding something, and I suck at it. Okay, but I'm also really nervous. I say about it. I just say I am. I, I am not lying. Bolt is telling the absolute truth, right? Uh, <laughs> they are both heading to Six yeah. Hills, right? But I don't know if mm. there's anything further. Bolt, do, do we trust them? I, I, I say, I don't know how to understand trust. Do we, do you know I say, that? Definitely Bolt? some repressed issues with this one. It's I mean, the thing they helped us probably. in that well, battle earlier. If you don't talk about themselves, this, it really can... Neither, of them, neither yes. of them seem to be <laughs> direct employers or employed by the Arcanum, mm -hmm. so... And you don't... No ties to the Well, no, other than reward. Right, we were... Well... We just so happy. There was this horrible undead right. with the things. Right, you heard that bit, yes. Mm -hmm. And we just so happened to be in the right place at the right time, and mm -hmm. I'm quite handy with the longsword, and mm -hmm. as you see, Saradonna is quite handy with her... Well, I don't know about that last show. With Craggy. Much. With Craggy. Can, yes. can I do an insight check, listening for people's breathing, or potentially if their heartbeat changes when these guys are talking? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. My heart, you... Yeah, absolutely. You hear that. What about yeah. when I'm listening to them? I rolled an 18 plus my... This is investigation or perception? Uh, it would be... Insight. It would probably be... I would say probably a perception. Just because yeah, you're like listening. Uh, so it's a 20. And I'm listening to these two. Okay. Just, just to see um, if, if they're quick, their pulse is quickening. I'm, I'm, changing. How would you guys react to that? I... I like, how, how are you I, reacting I have to no this guile. news? You have no guile, you're fine. Uh, yeah. His news of... Of him being from Willow Creek Hollow. I'm very interested in that. Yeah, her okay. heart rate definitely picks up a little bit. Okay. Um, and you can hear Bolt, the magic that sustains Bolt, is just going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just like perfect, perfect one beat per second, perfect. you know, yeah. rhythm. I, I just say, I think you're hiding something. But that's okay. I don't mind a mystery. We'll figure it out. And, and truthfully, we do not work for the Arcana. Mm -hmm. We we are here as a reward for our actions. Which sounds like you deserve. Um, yeah, sure. I think I trust you. It, it will be all right. Did the the writ that was read? Did it have their names in it? The writ uh, had their names in it. Yes. It did have, yep. Okay. It did have their names specifically. Yeah. When he read it out loud, it is. Yep. Okay. So, oh, you're thinking like maybe they stole it or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a I mean, I'm bit a um, 
on the run, oh, as they might say. Exciting. No, terrifying. Oh, from brutal. Who? Um, from the Arcanum. Oh, is there a bounty on your head? My gods, I hope not. Not as far as you know. No, I haven't seen any signs. But you seem so harmless. What did you do? I didn't do anything. It was rude. <laughs> you seem. <laughs> no, I just it's, it's true. Creatures I am them nothing harmless. I'm just half half elf trying to make my way through this world. I'm harmless, really. Well, as you two might already know, the Arcanum, they have some views about things that not everyone in an area agrees with. Hmm. Such as necromancy. Hmm. I don't know what... (gasps) Are you a necromancer? No, not at all. I studied at the Talazam Academy. I'm not... I he's the like of the law. As far as I can tell, he's yeah. an anti-necromancer. He just he doesn't bring things back to life. He makes them die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most wizards <laughs> necromancers. I can't believe I'm telling anybody this is going to get me into a lot of trouble. Have a drink of the thing. I have, and that's, I, that's probably why he's I telling think so that's much. That's why I'm telling you. My father is also a wizard, and um, he gave me his book. And told me to run and never look back and that he was in a lot of trouble and that I have to keep this safe and I'll show you guys my book and I'll quickly put it away and make sure nobody was looking. Hmm. Is it a book of magic? I can't read it yet. I'm trying. Neither can I. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm not closing, If I had a diet, I would. I'm not closing my eyes because I'm tired. I'm closing my eyes Here, because take I'm, one I'm of trying my... to avoid actually seeing what you're doing. You can't read it. No. So your mother passed. She's okay. not dead. Oh, she's gone. Oh, long story for maybe another time. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. I won't pry. Well, okay, I will. But I'll pry more later because it seems like you're maybe at your capacity for prying. Yes, very much so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what's in it. I don't know why I'm in trouble, but I'm in trouble. And, and what of your father? I don't know. Well, don't worry. Your secret's safe with us. We, we we have no obligation to the Arcanum. No. Good. I don't have any current contracts with them. Then you are... <laughs> Just put the closest thing I have to friends I, at the moment. I prefer to avoid them as well. And my past dealings with them have not been very pleasant. I've always idolized them, but... If it's they any, seem to have torn my family apart. If it's any consolation, I, I don't much like them either. They, they have muddled up my way of life and have changed things. Hmm. I don't much appreciate it, the way that they are. But they, they seem to keep us safe and they keep order. And I understand that. I believe but that people properly trained can govern themselves quite well. Hmm. And I assume you've hired Goat for protection. Yes. Are you a bodyguard by trade? No, just this was just a uh, chance. Yeah, good happenstance. Hmm. I was on my way here and he needed someone to accompany him. And I like to have someone to travel with. But, uh, He's a really good guide. He knows everything about everywhere. <laughs> I've, I've been around for quite a while and I've been over all over an area Probably multiple times. Have you been to Malagoth? A couple times, actually, yes. Excellent. 
Have you ever been to Skullseat? You have not. No. I would love to go, though. It's very beautiful this time. And I, I, I actually turn to Eve and I'm like, have you been to other places? Mm. <laughs> well, I've been to many places. I, I could myself. list them all, but it might take most of the night. So fascinating! I bet you have a lot of great stories. I, well, if we end up spending more time together, or perhaps I will uh, tell you something. If, if it's not too rude to ask, um, uh, who made you? Well, Actually, I wouldn't say that with reservation. Again, I have yeah. no tact. Why did you come here? Damn it, why? Who did make you? I'm curious. Well, that's uh, actually a good question. Um, the first or the earliest memory I have is literally waking up in a pile of junk uh, beneath Manaport. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Manaport. I've read about it. I've seen pictures. Well, it's the drawings. The great floating city out west. Would does Manaport ever have like perform any of the rings that would like dramatically make their way there? Oh yeah, yeah. I I guarantee at least one ring. Where all the magic items come from, right? Correct. Yes, they they actually the city itself is is as you know it's hovering above the ground, and it's actually been held aloft. On top of a ley line, and uh, they all around the perimeter of the the city in the crater where the ley line is erupted from. It's actually uh, piles of junk, and that's where I woke up. I don't know how I got there. I'm assuming from Manaport, but uh, no one in Manaport seems to have been able to identify me or where I came from. I think you're more than an enchanted pile of junk. Are there oh, more, that's sweet. Are there more like you? Thank you, friend. <laughs> uh, have I ran into any other Warforged? Uh, you've ran into a few other Warforged, but they don't look quite like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've ran into a few, um, but uh, I seem to be a little bit different than most of them. I mean, all of them are different in personality and stuff, but they all generally have the same type of construction or uh, look about them. Um, and... Uh, I've just been traveling an area trying to figure out if I can find any information about where I came from. Perhaps, perhaps I fell from one of those void rifts. Void rifts? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, but... No, definitely not. Those were terrible creatures that came from the one we saw. Well, I, I, I guess you could call me not alive. I'm not dead, nor... <laughs> but I'm not undead, so... Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's all <laughs> I say, so uh, wandering all over the continent for your whole life, another mystery. Mm. For how long? Well, about 75 years now. Ooh. Mystery, mystery. It reminds me of the mystery. story of Alita. Not really. Mystery. <laughs> I wear it all right here on my sleeve. Brooding. It literally is covered in tattoos. <laughs> it's just nothing but your story, your life story. <laughs> well, your quest. You don't know the knowledge. Right. I, I suppose mystery. that is a bit of a mystery. You seem brooding, but maybe mysterious. <laughs> I'm mostly just angry that I can't see the brooding guy is mysterious. 
All right. Um, so it, does the conversation lull there a little bit? Are you guys I think good? so. Okay. I'm really into my fish. All right. Well, in that case, you just keep mumbling like, about mysteries. Yeah. Uh, so as you guys are talking about um, the Arcanum and all things uh, to do with everything um, with your characters, the door kind of uh, pushes open and two figures step in. Uh, one is kind of a... Uh, it's another goblin. Uh, he's definitely in like a very regal outfit and he's got a little bit of a paunch to him. Uh, and standing behind him is a heavily armored figure that all of you immediately recognize as an Arcanum Justicar. Mm. And she has she has like this uh, this giant maul, one of the force malls strapped <laughs> to her, her back and everything. And she just kind of like looks around. And again, um, I think I sent the Arcanum to you guys. Uh, anyway, I'll show you guys later. Um, but they have like very big helm full plate helms and everything like that uh and they both step in and uh balen kind of looks around a little bit you can tell it's balen heck because a few people go hey, balen and he's like oh yes i know and then he goes, ah there they are and then he scurries on over oh to you and he goes enjoying <laughs> yourselves i hope indeed uh and the justicar steps up delicious the drink is amazing sorry and she the justicar kind of looks over the table and she goes you're the two that are charging everything to my barracks as we've been instructed for our fine work. Did you see the script? <laughs> Do I still have it? Uh, no, Ceci took it. That's right. Uh, Balin <clears throat> kind of pulls it out and taps uh, the armored chest plate. And, and he's like, yes, yes, it's right here. It's right here. Don't worry. Uh, and we'll, we'll work something out, I'm sure, if it's uh, a little pricey. But that's great for... Uh, you're both going to be judges. Isn't that right? Oh, you, you both are interested. Yes, 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 of course. Yes. Now, have you ever judged a competition before? And he, he snaps his fingers and one of the barmaids brings over a stool and he immediately like sits down. It's almost <laughs> as if... No, you know what? In fact, he just sits and it's almost as if there's a stool underneath him. And if anybody <laughs> checks... It looks like uh, he's not on, on a stool at all, but his belt is like faintly glowing. His pantomime skills are yeah. amazing. He doesn't just like he doesn't like flip his butt out and two legs like nope. off his pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely just like it looks like there's some magic in his belt, and it's it's not a sort of like he sits down and he comes up to the nose thing. Like he like kind of just like this hop and sit, uh, so that he's at height with everybody. <laughs> Bolt does go. <clears throat> Well, I've, I mean, Whoa. I've judged uh, the new recruits of the City Watch in Malagoth City for, um, well, things like uniform inspection and whatnot, but uh, course, course. not really a contest, as it were. And I've just judged people based on their appearance and actions. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant! Uh, do you mind, by the way? And he points towards the, the wine that's already, like, another glass is kind of already shaping out of nothingness and pouring him one, and he... Please. It's one of my favorite vintages. Uh, but don't wait two minutes. <laughs> I forgot about that. I am going to have a little uh, weird time in two minutes. So let's make this quick. <laughs> it's like when you're, it's going to be like when you're speaking and you accidentally burp while you're saying a word, but yep. it's going to be fireworks instead. Yep. Fireworks, <laughs> the dragon comes out and pours more in the mouth. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yes, you, you two will be judging alongside a few other uh, special guest judges. Um, and he kind of leans forward and goes, as a little secret, one of them is Ionor herself. Who's Ionor? Do we know? Uh, you, either of you, <laughs> we, we probably both don't know. Okay. Uh, you know, Ezra. You know who Ionor is. I know. Uh, because she's <laughs> she is from Willow Creek Hollow. And she is... She how, is how do you spell it? It's E-I-N-O-R. And she's one of the judges? She is going to be one of the judges. Is this the one that... 
critic that I had sent to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's the food critic yeah. and like master chef. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yes. She had I thought it sounded familiar, but I was like, it's been a while since we did that. Yeah. Okay. And and he goes and he goes and there's going to be a few others there. We'll announce them all tomorrow, but thought that might be a little interesting treat for you. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm excited. I don't know why, but I'm excited. <laughs> so am I. Perfect. Really That's what we like to hear. And he suddenly goes, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like little tiny sparks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Wait two minutes, and then takes another drink. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean it's been two minutes. Sure. Um, oh. Where are my manners? And he waves up to the Justicar who's just been kind of standing looming over him. Uh, this is Justicar Gren. Uh, she is the local... Um, Whitehall. Whitehall. Whitehall is her last name. Um, she is the local um, Arcanum head of the guard in town. And and she kind of leans down a little bit and she goes, Arnor still has not arrived. He goes, yes, but she'll be here. She'll be here. No, nothing to worry about. Um, but tomorrow... Once we get everything done, I'll, if you join me in the square, I'll kind of show you off to the people so that the uh, individual competitors know who they are going to be on the lookout for. Uh, and then uh, you'll just go up to the Brewbash uh, any time that you wish. Uh, they'll give you samples. Uh, I think we have about eight or nine competitors. So mm. make sure to pace yourselves. Right. And uh, do me a favor and avoid the mead said meat. They're not a com- they're not a competitor. They're just they're just there to provide extra alcohol for anyone who needs it. Oh, Meadstead! I, I I've I've heard great things about Meadstead mead. Have you? I hope to shatter those notions. <laughs> uh, the the wonderful uh, vineyards and distilleries that we have here and breweries that we have here in uh, Pale Bend uh, completely blow anything that Meadstead can ever produce out of the water. False advertising, perhaps. Uh, I mean, they're cheap. At least, and then he uh, he stands up, and the the belt stops glowing, and he kind of gets back to his feet, and he says, "Well, I have plenty to do tonight, so I'm sorry for just uh, dropping in, drinking some of your wine, and then leaving. But uh, I hope to see you tomorrow, and um, and yeah, just uh, scale everything however you want. You you know how to judge, I'm sure." Like you said, <laughs> and he just like chuckles and walks off, and the Jessicar. Uh, waits around a moment, and and she says, "Try not to spend too much of the Arcanum's money while you're here." But I understand if you want to be frivolous. And Eve says, "I'm sorry, Justicar, but have we offended you in some way?" No, I apologize. It's just budget concerns are my domain, and obviously trying to uh, make sure that we balance the um, whims of the justices is a concern. We'll try to be respectful. Perhaps a drink might... Uh... I'm on duty. And she uh, she turns around and walks off. I like her. She's Ooh. prickling that one. Are you prickling that? Ezra, are you... <laughs> Did you poop your pants? Are you okay? <laughs> you're the orc equivalent of pale. Like you're yeah, like lime green. green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Purple. Okay. Cool. Uh, so if there's nothing else that anybody wants to do this evening... Uh, we can go ahead and switch over uh, to the morning. I would like to do something. Okay. <clears throat> I would like to go back to my room and send a message. Another message? Perfect. Uh, so again, write a note, roll it up, base, through the ring, and it's gone. And it, are there any, ha, has there been any return? Uh, you do actually, after a few minutes, you're kind of waiting around, and the ring uh, starts frosting over, and the ground, or it starts frosting over, and you kind of t- touch it, and... Uh, note comes out, 
and you do receive a response, and the response says, uh, await further instructions, keep a close eye. Okay. Yep. I just go back and take another bath. <laughs> after after uh, after it being that close to Borsh, you're just like, yeah. I need yes. <laughs> I need to get the stink out. And, and a little tipsy. Yeah. Uh, knock that hand <clears> over. <throat> yeah. Put, put a warning. Uh, but yes, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the next day here. The next morning, uh, you none of you wake up with a hangover. No, none of you wake up. Roll <laughs> <Only> characters. <laughs> none of you. Fa- none of you made any saves. Do you need a poison? Poison Borsh. No, nah, huh? we're good. No, I'm good. So you would have woken up. Yeah. <laughs> and you. That's true. Um, but you all wake up, bushy-tailed, bright-eyed, no hangovers to speak of. The wine, I mean, while the wine was very pleasant, there wasn't, like, a lot of it. Like, you only had a glass or two each, and, and it was uh, magical wine, so. Victor would probably wake up early it. and, like, go and just sit in people, listen. Okay. Sit, sit in people what? and listen. Sit in people listen. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, you get a few scraps. Uh, there's some people in the corner. One's, one's going, like, I swear, I saw the biggest dragon he ever did see flying over Sky Peak. And the others are just like, shut up, man. Nobody's seen an actual dragon in thousands of years. <laughs> You're just blowing smoke. And he's like, that dragon was blowing smoke. And they just keep like <laughs> muttering on and everything. Um, and then the rest of the party kind of filters downstairs. Um, the the waitress from last night, who I'm sure you uh, charged a generous tip to the Arcanum uh, for uh, comes out especially after the Justice Card stop by mm-hmm. and bitched about it. And she she definitely looks like she just barely got to work. She's like getting the the ponytail in, but she wanted to come right over and she's like, uh, anything for breakfast? The What's third most sure? expensive <laughs> breakfast item? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and she she leaves and she comes back with some uh, cockatrice scrambled eggs. Mm. So yeah, very I'll hard to get. I'll take a scone and some coffee. Yeah, <laughs> and a scone and some coffee. And uh, actually, some like fish oil for you with the morning okay. fish oil. I'll take a I'll take a coffee. It's good to omega three. It's good for your bones. Like, yeah. like if it's not like almost sludge coming out of the thing, like I don't want it. I mean, we have sludge coffee if you want <laughs> sludge coffee. That's right. Okay, great. It's it's like it's like this weird like magical black pudding almost thing. So yeah, feel free. They make it by leaving it Cannon. in overnight. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally made so out. What, of someone please write down sludge coffee. Sludge coffee. <laughs> Just so that I can remember this for later, because yeah. one of you is going to mention it, and I'm going to be like, I don't remember what the hot <laughs> I was talking about. Um, but uh, you guys have a quick breakfast uh, because actually, like after she uh, serves you guys, she goes, "Up, oh, we're actually just getting ready to close up for the festival starting up. Uh, we'll be open." later in the day, but uh, everybody goes to the big speech and everything. So. And can you direct us to where... Oh, uh, the town square. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. Sorry. I forget that, you know, some people are out of town and she just kind of goes back and she immediately takes off the apron. Like, she basically looked like she was about to head out the door, saw you guys sitting down at the table and went, I remember how good they tipped <laughs> and came over here to make sure that you were taken care of. Awesome. Um, so it, once you guys are done eating, you can head out and to the market square. Let's head to the town square. Okay. Uh, so on the morning of the festival, you wake up, blah, 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 signs and banners and streams of all kind have been set up around every building. And uh, you gather on, around the street at a crowd of hundreds of farmers and citizens, all looking at a small stage set in the center of the large market square. Uh, but rather than entertainment, um, oh, sorry. So the booths around you 
and leading, and there are more booths leading up to the big road that weren't there before the night before. Uh, there's no longer ledgermans in there, and now there are full like market stalls. Some have little games for entertainment. Uh, there's a little one that like has a bunch of flying uh, crystalline dragons in it, and uh, yeah, there's well, it's actually one that kids are like trying to toss rings onto the dragons, mm-hmm. and you can hear like little tinkling sounds. Uh, there is definitely a pop a puppet show or two. There's also a puppet show, but I don't know what the difference is. Um, <laughs> puppet, uh, and there are definitely like a bunch of shops. Uh, you can see you can see like little uh, stuffed animals being sold. Some that some that are selling uh, what appear to be socks it, that uh, that are claimed to be magical in nature. Bunch of candy stores. Uh, basically, if there's if there's a common item uh, or common magic item, it'll be found in the marketplace. Uh, several others, if you want to take a look later and then uncommon magic items uh you can talk about too and uh, of course all prices are uh up to me (laughs) (laughs) um but before anybody can really get too deep into like the partying and the games uh the everybody turns to the stage as balen heck walks up onto it uh he's got very fine uh mayoral outfit on as uh, he did yesterday it's even finer today you can see that his his uh, sparse hair has been combed to the sides. And even as he's getting up there, like, Sessie's, like, incessantly uh, combing him. And he just kind of, like, waves her off, like, woman, I have to get started. Um, and he, he smiles at everybody, and the crowd hushes, and he says, Good afternoon! It is my honor, as Balin of Balin's birth, to welcome you all to the annual Six Hills Festival. And everybody cheers. There's a lot of, like, a few streamers get popped prematurely, you know, like the little uh, candy poppers thing. Uh, a couple of the kids throw uh, what appear to be, be, like, little tiny crystals up into the air, and they kind of get that little sparking sound and everything as they fade away. Um, and then after everybody dies down, it goes, uh, each year we gather together to celebrate the end of the Battle of Six Hills and the formation of our prosperous community. This year, we are especially excited as this marks the 60th anniversary of the end of the battle and the formation of the town that I call home. I know if my father were alive today, he would be extremely proud to see us all working together. Uh, I'm going to pause there to point out that his father was the original Balin. He's just Mm -hmm. one of the sons of the original Balin. Again, probably like the 42nd son, (laughs) but still. It was a very... um... Well, never mind. The, and, <laughs> and as you're about to say that, like like two goblins that very clearly are st- are wearing like the Balin clan crest, go yeah, we we we're everywhere, <laughs> like rabbits, yeah, like bounders, like they, bounders, yeah, like bounders. bounders. Yes. Uh, and he he continues and says, I take great pride in this community, not just as a goblin, but as a citizen, and as a leader of Balin's birth proper. Through your hard work and dedication, Six Hills is on its way to becoming one of the biggest powers in the region, and I know that we will use that power for good. I'm truly humbled to be your servant and wish us all a good year going forward. Again, some cheers. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, the, the, oh, oh, the birth. Yeah. Oh, the birth song starts. All right, hang on, hang on. I'm not done yet. I'm not done. And the band kind of like dies down a little bit. Uh, now that all of the mushy stuff is out of the way, uh, let's get to the fun part. We're going to start the festival off today with our annual finale 
for the bounder races and everybody like yeah everybody, like this gets a an even bigger uh cheer i know that you're all very excited to see who will win and take home the diamond cup and he uh kind of waves his hand over to this uh, pedestal and there is literally a cup that has like diamonds inlaid into it uh and everything it's not made of diamonds that would be very expensive but it does have plenty of diamonds uh, let's see here uh with the annual annual bounder race we have two circuit circuits one for the professionals, which is the one you're all waiting for, and then one for the amateurs. So if there's anyone who wants to uh, participate, there's a coupon in your in your books that my lovely wife has given out, and Sessie kind of waves at everybody, uh, and it, there it's for one of the one of the individual events. So pl please feel free to sign up, uh, whether you're here as a, a friend or as a judge, it doesn't matter. You enjoy one of the competitions. Sarah, you've got to do it. Absolutely. Yes. Can like I, mind busting. <laughs> yes. uh, I did that when I was kid. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one are you looking Page for? 33. Oh, perfect. Uh, and then uh, first prize of the amateur race is, of course, 10 golds. And uh, and then second place gets five and third place gets three. Uh, sort of a smaller uh, purse for what usually happens with the professionals. I've never ridden a bounder before, but I've always wanted to try. Uh, okay. Those those same two. Well, yes, um, small ponies. That's really all we have in the mountains. They're about like half the speed of a bounder. Yes, yeah, so sort of a. Well, the same I was going to say Shetland, but that wouldn't make sense in this world. Dwarves. <laughs> They're about half the speed of a bounder. Just FYI. Amazing. No <laughs> <laughs> more now. Gotta go fast. Uh, in addition to the races, which will take place outside the hills on a custom track that has been grown overnight by our druids. So thank you very much to the people from Little Gale and everybody claps for a, a very a very floral looking uh, group of uh, druids that are all like I adjust fully drinking coffee crown. like they've been up all night. <laughs> I adjust my flower crown. Yeah. Make sure it's perfect. Oh yeah. Yep. It is I still got it on. Perfect. Yeah. It's uh, grown a little bit into like maybe like a crack in your... Your head skull. Okay. I guess it's part of you now. He's going to wear it for forever. One year. You're going to get a bird. Yeah, one year. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a beard full of birds. And, yeah. 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 Beard full of birds. We've also set up <laughs> so the boots for the Brew Bash competition outside the Bounder, so you don't have to go very far for your drinks, uh, which is already shaping up to be a very fierce one. Um, I will remind all participants that trickery and cheating are not permitted of any kind. Uh, though I know for some of you that might just translate to don't get caught. Uh, we do have two special entries this year from outside Six Hills. I want everyone to uh, welcome the village of Esther, which has brought a delectable mulled wine. And we also have something called... Hang on a second. And he pulls out his notes and he squids. Fermented kombucha <laughs> that comes all the way from Etiquathanathan. And they, and he, they, everybody kind of like... Looks over at the very obvious Etiquathan that are standing there uh, just waiting for the festivities to end. Um, <laughs> so please make them feel welcome and enjoy what they have what they have to offer. Cool. Yes. Yep. Delicious. <laughs> and uh, this is as good of time as any to announce that this year's uh, special judges, for those of you who don't know, uh, are, include Ignis Saul from Saul's Port. And everybody turns around and they see like this very fine looking, he almost looks like a, a pirate. Uh, he's got the doublet on, and he's definitely got like a, a very uh, gilded scimitar casing and everything. And they they all kind of are a little bit in awe of him. Uh, anybody who is uh, proficient in uh, history, 
uh, would know that this is the current mayor de facto of Salzport. Mm -hmm. uh, and we also have uh, two character, two uh, wonderful heroes of Potter's Path. Uh, please give me your name. <laughs> um, Evosia Ferracue. And? Uh, Ceridon Stoneblood. And they are they are here to <clears throat> represent the Arcanum, and, and well, not in an official capacity. Although a few people are already like cheering, like "All right, go ahead," you know. And there's other people that are looking at you like uh, maybe we should stay away. <laughs> We're harmless. One of our commands. And then, of <clears throat> course, finally, we have a true treat uh, with us today, as Einor Elovir herself has agreed to judge this year's competition. And at this, the crowd kind of murmurs and is looking around, but uh, nobody can see this, the gnome chef. And uh, Balin has to clear his throat and said, she's uh, supposed to arrive shortly, so don't uh, try to get her autograph just yet. <laughs> and that kind of breaks the tension um, that everybody was like, where is she? What's going mm -hmm. on? Oh, I also want to point out that our sponsor for the Brew Bash con competition is once again Meadstead Meads. They have donated three gigantic kegs this year for us to partake in. So let's not, or let's try to drink them down this time, okay? <laughs> and uh, that he kind of glosses over this really quickly, and there's there's definitely a chuckle from the locals, like, oh yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, let's see, what next? I still want to try some. It can't be as bad as I think. Some guy in the back's like, we won't we even water our crops with that. Definitely. Ah, Gerald. <laughs> uh, let's see. Same back. guy, same <laughs> guy talking about. I swear there was a dragon. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, we also have our Boulder Bonk competition. We need to come up with better names that don't all start with B's for these people. Um, Deliteration. Uh, but, but any who want to participate can uh, try their strength at cracking these rocks. Uh, the four finalists will go head-to-head -to, -head to try and break this year's geodes, generally craft, generously crafted by Gore himself. And everybody, all the like locals, like, oh, wow, okay, good. Uh, I, I think everybody remembers uh, last year's boulder that held uh, hunks of iron totaling 20 gold. And everybody like, oh, who knows what will be inside this year? Who or what is Gore? Um, do you ask this of Balin? <laughs> no, this is out of game. Yeah. Or what um, is gold? So, let's see. Is that something? Ezra. History man. Ezra and, uh, well, roll me a history check. You probably would be the closest ones that would know uh, who Gore is. 18. 15. 15. Uh, Gore is the earth elemental that lives beneath Gordon Vale. And uh, basically, he, he has an agreement with the people of Gordonville because he, he all he wants to do is sleep, uh, but he keeps growing uh, minerals, like various like metals and minerals on him and gemstones. And uh, the people of Gordonville clear it off for him so he doesn't have to wake up and scratch himself, basically. <laughs> uh, and so he stay, he gets to sleep and just be lazy. And uh, they like a, get like to, a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, then <laughs> the people of Gordonville get to uh, profit off of his the metal that he produces. In fact, uh, that's what makes Gordonville a powerhouse as far as the smithing community goes because they're able to get cheap metals. Let's see. Entry fees are one gold apiece or your ticket if you have them. And all proceeds go to the farmers of Eastfall Village, whose lands were ravaged by bandits last month and are in desperate need of aid. So uh, please be sure to uh, donate. Uh, there will be a, a donation box as well for anybody who doesn't want to participate but does want to help the farmers out. 
And then once the boulder bonk is complete, the druids of Little Gale will shape the bounder track into the day's final event, an alchemical triathlon this year. Uh, entry is once again one gold piece donated to Eastfall, and it will pitch you uh, pitch your skill and ability to drink in very different capacities than most of you are used to. Uh, and let's see. And then in the evening, after everything is said and done, the lovely colleges and monasteries of Borgrad have put together a reenactment of the Battle of Six Hills, guaranteed to dazzle us as they do every year with fighting spectacles and tugs at all of our heartstrings. And everyone is welcome to watch the show for free, as always. Uh, I believe that's about it. And, she, and he looks over to uh, Ceci, who uh, is already clear, getting ready to clear her throat. And he he says, right. Sorry, dear. I almost forgot that after everything is said and done, you're all invited back here to the market square, where my dear wife, Ceci, and the full clan. Uh, and he goes, Valence. And everybody, all, like a bunch of the goblins go, Valence. Yeah. You know, uh, have prepared a grand <laughs> feast. Oh, I'm surrounded by Valence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for everyone to enjoy. I would also be shirking my husband Lee and Balin duties if I did not take this opportunity to ask everyone in, to join me in a round of applause for Ceci for all of the work that she's done this year. Thank you very much. Well, that's it. I won't take any more of your time. I know there's alcohol that everybody wants to get to and a race that everyone wants to see. Please, lead on. And uh, there, people kind of at the back of the crowd, uh, turn. they all like... They like put on hats and instruments and start banging drums and everything. It's mostly goblins, uh, and they all start like leading this procession, this uh, full-on like parade procession up the trail. And everybody cheers, and uh, the festival has begun. Yay! Um, now, is there anything that anybody wants to do on their way up to the festival? Uh, you can stop by Nico's if you want. I, I know that was something that you were talking about. I definitely want one of those sugar bombs. Mm -hmm. I'll follow her to Nico's. Okay. I've already torn that coupon out of it. Ezra, you've been, you've been holding uh, it. Like I can't. Anytime they see a, a age like, number, I, I, I count it and then I pull that out. Usually not. No. Jo join me. Let's see if there if these sugar bombs are any good. All right. You've been talking about them for so long. I can't help but get one. I know. We've all got to eat them. Bolt, do you sugar? What do you sugar? Do I sugar? Do you sugar? Uh, what are these? Sugar bombs, just candy. I don't know. I've never had one. Sure, I'll, Let's go try I'll tag along. Yep. So you guys kind of wander up. Uh, you do see a sign declaring uh, Nikos and um, a little uh, Axolotl. Uh, there, and he's kind of moving things around a little bit. Um, he's he's cleaning things up, which is kind of like this little. It almost looks like a washcloth that's made of pure water itself. And as you come up, he smiles and slaps it, and it just becomes like a wristband. And he says, hello, hello. And he does have forearms, by the way. Uh, welcome to Nico's. I'm assuming you're here because of the free coupon. Ooh, yes. I forgot. I pull it out and wave it. Perfect. Uh, and he, he takes them all from you, uh, one in each hand, and then one more from Victor. Uh, he whips his uh, water shaping out and hands it over, or grabs it over. Um, and then he... He pulls out a uh, tiny little box and he opens it up and there are these uh, there are these lollipops in there with like a red wrap around them. And he goes, these are hasty sugar bombs, guaranteed to give you a little bit of a pep in your step. Please take one and uh, feel free to enjoy. I take one, okay. unwrap it and go. Okay. Like crunch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Your movement then... speed is increased by five for one hour. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Very cool. Yeah, I, 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 I start. I start licking yeah. the lollipop. Yep. Uh, same thing happens to all of you. Uh, anybody who tastes it, uh, your speed has been will be 
uh, five more feet for one hour. Cool. These are very good. May I ha buy a few more? Of course, of course. Uh, they are they are one gold per pop. Uh, I've got I've got I've got a few in stock here. I do have to limit them to about three per customer. Uh, and then I do have other varieties as well. And he pulls out some that look like, like he pulls out like a bag of almost like jelly beans. He pulls out a kind of this pumpkin-y tote of like, uh, it almost looks like those pumpkin uh, candy corn trick or treat mm -hmm. things. And he's got a few that look like they're just like these little turtles uh, that like he, he has one that's specifically cracked open. You can see like caramel running out from do it and everything. Do you have any mm -hmm. of those... Uh... Those disgusting peanuts, they sell at the circus sometimes? Uh, I'm afraid not. Only sweets here, friend. I was hoping. If you like Let's, disgusting. Uh, what are the properties of all of these? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, Orange and disgusting. That's your home. <laughs> uh, so the, um, the, the, the jelly bean bag here is actually a grab bag of many different things. So, uh, so you'll have to, you'll have to kind of Pull one out and taste for yourself. Same with the uh, the toes. Should I And eat... each of those is about 10 gold for the full bag. Should I eat four or five of these? Would I have, say, a sugar rush that would calm down? Uh, if, I would not recommend eating more than one type within 24 hours of each other. Is this your first time eating sugar bombs? Please. Okay. Uh, definitely don't eat more than one type uh, within 24 hours or you will become sick. And that is a guarantee... Uh, it's unfortunately a property of magic that we have not been able to work out yet. Mm -hmm. right. uh, we have these everlasting sugar bombs, and he pulls out basically an, an everlasting, uh, you know, gobstopper. <laughs> uh, and he's like, these will uh, give you plenty of uh, food and rations for uh, 30 days worth if you, if you suck on them. So, uh, those, are, those are going to be 15 gold apiece. They are very hard to make, though, so uh, be, be in mind of that. Uh, so the, the turtley ones will give you a little bit of extra... Um, uh, shell, I suppose, uh, especially if you are prone to wearing shields, you can wear one on your back and still uh, give yourself a nice little uh, bonus there. And as far as the other ones go, I do love caramel. I'm gonna buy myself three of those. Okay, uh, so those ones are going to be, uh, those ones are going to be four gold a piece. They actually come in pairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you get, uh, you get two for three gold. Two for three gold, and mm -hmm. there's a max of Max of three per customer. So, so if you want to buy total, yeah, if you want to buy six total, you can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he says these these ones right here, and he pulls out uh, a bag of marble sized gumballs, and he says these will. Um, I guess the best way to get they give you tongues, <laughs> not actual tongues, but more like you can speak any language and, and hear any language as if you could speak it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the bag, the bag itself comes with twelve candies, and it's twelve gold for the bag. Oh, right. yep. uh, yeah, wonderful. Uh, so go ahead and add uh, free fills, tiny, tasty tongue, twisty sugar bombs, uh, twelve of them. Free fills, and that's F R E F I L apostrophe S. Um, Is that on D and D Beyond? Uh, okay. No, it probably, unless it's in the homebrew section, I don't know. This is all from the Griffin Saddlebag. Uh, I don't know if they have them on D&D Beyond, but uh, you can check and see. Um, I'll take three of your uh, speedy pops. Okay, uh, so add hasty three hasty sugar bombs. And quite frankly, I'm intrigued by the jelly beans. They are indeed lovely. Um, so if you'd like that, you absolutely can. Uh, so you would add the free fills Jolly Ooze Bean Sugar Bombs. Jolly Ooze And those are the, that's the random. Yep. The, the random effect for each bean. Mm -hmm. uh, 
kind of like a Bernie Bot style, every flavor bean, but what was the magic, price on that? extra magic. 15 gold. Yeah, 15 for the ooze beams. Kind of like a Bernie Bot style. Kind of like a Bernie Bot, yeah. There's some, there's some uh, randomized magic in there. Not enough to be considered chaos magic, because that's a no-no for the Arcanum. Yeah. And he, and he does clarify that, like, this is not chaos magic. This is clearly just... Random, fun, harmless, fun, magic, fun. <laughs> Anyone who's listening. <laughs> okay. So for all those people that don't like uh, chaos. So there's there's four different colors that end up inside of it. And you get one D8 of each color. So do you want to go ahead and roll me, first roll me a D8. Two. Two. Uh, and then roll that D8 again. So two black beans, okay. and not actual black beans, but like candy beans. Uh, and roll the D eight like twice again. Pinto beans. Seven and three. So One three green fried beans. <laughs> Just a glob of re <laughs> roll again. Yep, refried and then molded back into Seven a bean shape. And I mean, four. that would be interesting. Uh, so beans and have them taste like four more beans. greens. Okay. So you get a lot of green in this one. Huh. Green beans. Okay. Six. And two. Uh, so two red beans. And that was that was four, right? Four. Yep. So that's what you get. Okay, sweet. Yep. Uh, and then I'm trying to find yours really quick. Do I know this? Will he tell me what those? Uh, do? The he doesn't actually say. He just mm -hmm. when you when you ask him, he goes there. That's the surprise. I'm excited to try. And I go kind of deadpan. I go. That's very chaotic. It, and nope, once again, very random. Random, <laughs> random, <laughs> everyone. There is a difference yes. between random and chaotic. According to the law. Okay, Apple Pencil battery as well. And we're going to cut all this out because I, uh, I can't remember where this page is. Oh, and then he does have one more in there, if anybody's interested. He's got these little, very sharp-looking candies. Uh, and he goes, these are peppermints sugar bombs. They got a little bit of a bite to them, but they'll provide a little bit of extra bite to you. Mm. And I'll be selling those. Uh, those are actually going to be one gold apiece. I'll take three of them. Okay. Same here. Yeah. I will as well. Okay. Uh, three so of you add. Cold, sorry. They are peppermints, as in, like, you're mincing something. Yep. Sugar bombs. They were one gold apiece. One gold apiece, yep. Okay. And he goes, now I, I could stay here and tell you everything that you ever wanted to know so that you would uh, just uh, spend all of your gold here, but I, there's plenty of shops. I know you can get yourself, if you've never had a snuggle beast, you should grab yourself a snuggle beast. They're adorable, just over there. Uh, but there's a few other things that you should try out. Don't just spend all your money on sweets. You sound like my mother. Before she passed. Uh, <laughs> so they're called Shielding Turtle Sugar Bombs. Shielding Turtle. Yep. And these ones were mints. Peppermints. Uh, peppermints. peppermints. Yep. M-I-N-C. Yep. And again, I don't know if they're on D&D Beyond, but if they are, I, I guess you can spoil yourself on what the effects are. But uh, you could also just leave it for chance. <laughs> yes. uh, is there anything else that I can get you, though? Even though I just said that don't spend all, all your money here. Uh... In fact, you know what? You've been such great customers. Um, take one of the uh, treats from the Tricky Tote. Uh, so you can each add one uh, Tricky Tote treat sugar bomb for free. 
tricky to it. And those ones are, are particularly uh, devilish, so be sure you're not actually devilish, <laughs> but devilish. Uh, so be sure be sure to be aware that you something spooky may go on. Uh, so if anybody else has anything they'd like to stop and take a look at, uh, you do see the snuggle beasts that they're referring to, and they are just, they're just literally tiny plushies of different uh, monsters and everything. Uh, and there are also, if you want, there's some of those crystals. If you want a, a couple like fire crystal cracker things, you can. Uh, a couple other, like again, magic socks. You see a belt that looks exactly like the belt that the Balin was wearing. I'm very interested in that, actually. Um, I break a lot of chairs, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and the the uh, goblin who is manning the booth because that's the easiest race for me to think of uh, is like yeah, I can see that you you would uh, break a lot of chairs. So what you do need is a seatbelt. <laughs> can you tell me a little bit more about it? Sure, of course. Uh, so here, in fact, and he, he whips it off of the off of the stand and he comes out and he he whips it around you like expertly and uh, ties it and he goes, sit down. What is the weight limit on these? Uh, Bolt sits, just stands there for a second and then just goes, just kind of shrugs because, you know, falling, whatever, it's not going to hurt too bad. Yeah. And he just plops like he's plopping in uh, a chair. Except for you stop like you get into a chair. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Uh, can I, can I, I'm going to try to recline like feet yeah. up. It definitely, it definitely <laughs> reclines. Like lazy boy style. Uh, yep. <laughs> it, it reclines backward, but your feet, you can't like feet up. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so this is a seatbelt. It's a wondrous item common. While standing on a solid surface, you can begin to sit down in an open space as if there were a chair beneath you. When you would normally crouch or fall to the ground when doing this, you can mentally command the belt to be summoned, or in this case, it just got summoned for you. Uh, summon an invisible incorporeal chair as a bonus action instead. The chair can be of any style you choose, such as a stool, recliner, throne, rocking chair. Oh, you can do a recliner. Never mind. Nice. Uh, rocking chair and can support up to 500 pounds perfect so <laughs> i i hope that is uh, like he the goblin did look a little wary didn't really weigh you before <laughs> takes two of them and straps them together and there you go, all the way. <laughs> uh, then it can't be interacted with beyond simply sitting on it yeah and then the chair disappears if it's no longer on a solid surface if you stand up or if you're pushed or moved while sitting yeah so it, i stand up and down a few times yeah. like like imagining different chairs, yeah, like ooh, the throne, oh, and then the ivory An Adirondack chair. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, because you were saying things about the plushies, there's the snuggle beasts you. for everybody. You can I kind of see. One. You can buy one. I could. I don't know if that's the Charmander and the Jurassic. I think if you wanted to, uh, you'd be easily able to find a an owl bear one because those are the very common ones. Uh, and that's the little that's the little guy with the owl face. Oh, oh, have a little tea. It is so cute. And have a it is toy. it is uh, fifteen mm. gold. I, think. I can't. No, a tie ink tag. Otherwise, I would. How much is the seatbelt? Uh, the seatbelt's going to cost you about uh, fifteen gold as well. I'll take it. Okay. One seatbelt for Bolt. Never have to worry about a chair again. I'm 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 going to uh, I'm I'm going to buy Evie an owl bear plushie. Aww. <gasps> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> or would you like to try to win one? Uh, how? Uh, so you do see that there are a couple other booths that are doing uh, specific games of chance. Uh, there is one that is like a dark throwing game. Mm -hmm. If you want to attempt that, um, it's going to cost you uh, two copper to play. But if you can, if you can get, 
if you can find the specific, uh, and it's not balloons like a, like at a usual fair, but they are literal like magic bubbles that are floating around, and uh, they're opaque, but inside are prizes. And the first one you hit is the prize that you get for two copper, okay. and it could be anything from like just a couple like pieces of normal candy or some. The grand prize is a snuggle beast. Mm. So yeah, I love games, but I'm not much for randomness <laughs> or. Chaos, not it's chaos. randomness. It's it's not chaos. It's just <laughs> random. I'll just I'll I'll just take the, the this one. Okay. Uh, so, I want to. Well, I guess why it's saying that I want to just nonchalantly spin my dagger. Can I? If I get within range of the the booth, can I hear what's inside of the bubble? Uh, go ahead like... and give me a perception check with disadvantage. <laughs> So that's a uh, 14? Uh, yeah, with the epic dice that you added in there, yes, you can hear inside these bubbles. And you can clearly hear the plushy one. I will... I guess I'll enter into the, for the two copper and I'll try and hit it. Uh, I, don't, I won't even need a check from you. You're a knife dancer. Uh, you grab the dart and you expertly like, do the cool, like, uh, like somebody would do with a coin, but you do with the dart. And then you right through the one and the uh, owlbear snuggle beast doo, 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 falls to the ground. Uh, so yeah, you have that. You now have an owl beast uh, snuggle beast. I, I assume someone wanted this. Anybody got one? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> now that can be friends. <laughs> I love it. Thank so you, 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 you did buy one and then he also won one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, would like so, to, I would like to return my <laughs> So so just so you know, uh, if you didn't want to spend the fifteen gold if you wanted that to be the no, that's okay. okay. Uh, so just so you know, when a creature regains hit points at the end of a short rest by spending one or more of its hit hit dice, that creature can regain extra hit points if it spends that short rest snuggling one of these enchanted toys. What? <laughs> I love it. Uh, the kind of snuggle beast and the hit points it restores are determined by its rarity. Uh, for the common uh, owl bear, it's one d six extra hit points per hit dice spent. Nice. Yeah, uh, and then That's if you get the, if you can find a unicorn, it's two d six. A rare dragon is three d six, and then the very rare tarasque is four d six. So wow. if you can find a tarasque, that, snuggle that's beast. per hit dice. Crap. That now, is that is. Now we're gonna go on a quest to try to get all the yeah. snuggle beasts. Oh, so oh, so it says by spending beast. one or more of its hit dice, it can regain extra hit points if it spends. Yeah, so it's just so it's 1d6. a total of an extra yeah. 1d6. Oh, that yeah. makes more oh, sense. Yeah. I was going to say, that's only... way powerful. Yeah, no, uh, you can only uh, use that benefit once before uh, needing to finish along. And I assume it's unique, yes. right? You can't buy a bunch of them and like sit in a pile of them. Snobbies! <laughs> 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 I don't think they require it. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest here. Uh... <laughs> let's break the game. All right. That would be like what my my kids do. They yeah. sleep in a pile of snuggle beasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my daughter's bed basically is all snuffies. And... Thank you so much. Of course. I feel like this is our best friend bracelet. Yes, exactly. Uh, the 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 Anaria version. Yes. Of uh, of of BFF um, bracelets. You could even put like your flower crowns on them if you wanted Aww. to. Yeah. <laughs> How are you so adorable? We'll, we'll come up with uh, names. I, I try. We'll come up with names later. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you guys continue on the path upward. Um, I believe everybody buy something at the markets. Everybody good. Mm -hmm. There's a few other things. There's a couple different uh, magical socks if you want to take a look at. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find these? Uh, again, it's all from the Griffin saddlebags. They got quite a few little like. Uh, there's one that looks like it's a, a magical ring, 
that as you guys are passing by, the human puts it on and there's this tiny little mage hand that pops up and he starts making gestures with it. Uh, and that's all that the ring does. And he just like reshapes the hand size and everything. At one point you see that there's this white glove that's kind of sitting there floating and, and somebody uh, wave, waves it over and it kind of grabs something and picks it up and puts it down. Uh, and then it kind of like grabs a snuggle beast and plays with it as if it is uh, a child, but it's really just a magical hand. Uh, it's a it's a magical town. It's a magical world, and there are definitely like Wellspring Item Company uh, items here, which are a more practical stuff like a water breathing cap, things like that. Uh, but they're yeah, mostly but being ignored. ignored. So, 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 yeah, so they are mostly being ignored in six shows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we are going to. I think that's actually a good place to stop as you guys come up the procession. Uh, I hope everybody just enjoyed spending the last forty minutes shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this this DM this campaign has everything already. Um, when we when we come back next time, we'll get to the individual competitions. If you guys want to sign up for one of those, you absolutely can. You can sign up for multiple of them. Uh, more intrigue maybe on the way. Maybe maybe we're just gonna have fun at a festival for a whole episode. I don't really know. <laughs> but uh, we'll figure it out. And until next time, uh, I guess uh, everybody remember to like, subscribe, uh, share this with your friends. Notification bell. Notification bell, yeah, ding it, uh, so that you can know all the cool stuff. Uh, this should be coming out every Wednesday. We'll be doing this uh, in addition to all of the other videos that you already know and love, and maybe some more that you don't actually like. <laughs> comment with what you like and you don't yeah. like. Yeah, comment, comment if you if you like something. If you thought it was kind of weird that we did a bunch of shopping in the first episode, uh, also that I gave a bunch of magic items away on the first episode. Uh, trust me, I gave way more than you know about. <laughs> what should uh, we name our snuggle beasts? Oh yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, name, that's name a good this. Idea. I should do a poll. poll. You should do a poll. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my vote is for Gregor and Dane, which are two owl bears that are very dear to my heart. Gregor, Gregor and Dane. Mm -hmm. Gregor. Yep. I'll tell you all about it, uh, but we can do that off air. So for now, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you guys. Bye. -bye.